You know something, Robin, I was just wondering? Are we good guys or bad guys? You know, I mean, uh, are Robin the rich to feed the poor? Rob? That's a naughty word. We never rob. We just sort of borrow a bit from those who can afford it. Borrow? <laughs> Boy, are we in debt. Yours, yours, mine, Hey, everybody. Welcome to Yours, Mine, and Theirs, where this week democracy has decided we need to repeat ourselves again and again and again. I am Roy, but when I accost a villain and they ask me, who are you? I tell them, I'm Robin Hood. I might be an outlaw, but I still like to have a nice haircut. So Friar Tuck banged me out last Wednesday. Ooda lolly. Wow. Hi, I'm John, and based on my age, health, and especially salary, I now qualify for a Robin Hood-type tax refund. (laughs) (laughs) And hi, I'm Marie, and I'm excited to speak the language of treason with you guys tonight. (laughs) Welcome back, Marie. Welcome to your community service. And lucky you, we're watching all the Robin Hoods, or at least some of the Robin Hoods. I, I think these three movies are different enough that it didn't feel like I just rewound the same movie and watched it again. We, we are going to need to discuss why it's been so difficult to make a good Robin Hood since almost, the 1970s. <laughs> almost too different. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. that the third one maybe doesn't even fit into yeah. this. <laughs> it feels right? like a franchise reboot on the, the third one we're watching well, instead okay. of like a remake. Kind of like, uh, remember Super Mario Brothers 2, everybody? The video game? <laughs> the video game. Yes, the video game. You know, where Mario and Luigi, they, they run around and they don't jump on things anymore, but they pick sprouts up out of the ground and throw them at people. Yeah. And they walk through doors. You can throw a door and then they're like these weird, all the monsters are completely different. At the end, it turns out Mario's just dreaming the whole time. Uh, like, I guess that game was just a different game in Japan. And they just... <laughs> And they just put like Mario and Luigi's like bodies on the main characters. <laughs> and that's kind of like, you know, Taron Edgerton as Robin Hood. Well, so I wonder if they were filming that and the like 90% of the way through it, they were filming their movie version of the arrow. And then someone said, Oh, hold on. We didn't actually get the rights. So um, you're Robin Hood now. <laughs> Let's change it up. Anyway. Yeah. We're watching uh, three Robin hoods because that was the category that was picked was a movie that's been remade multiple times. Uh, we're starting with Errol Flynn's Robin hood, which was 1938. Yep. That's right. Um, Disney's Robin Hood from 1973, and then Robin Hood with Taron Edgerton. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, I guess. Uh, no yeah. Is that it? We'll go with Edgerton. That. I don't Taron. know. It's Taron. Taron. It is Taron. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, he's also Eddie the Eagle, which was a delightful film. Okay, yeah, he's... Well, I... We'll uh, we'll have to watch that on a on a future occasion. I, have I you hear not seen it was it? delightful. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, it. It looked. I I think it came out during a period when I was just over big fat nerds on ski jumps. <laughs> <laughs> you had seen too many movies about nerds and doing the ski I, jump. I was over it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Marie, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks. Oh, wonderful. Do you guys have any news? Anything you want to talk about? Oh, gosh. 
Yeah, not since it seems like only yesterday when we when we got together. Did anybody have a hard time watching the movies this time? No. No, did you? It's always tricky, you know, because there's always the one that isn't, <laughs> you know, what, a, what was a part your of one? the service. It well, uh, the the Errol Flynn one. I'm like, oh, I can't watch this anywhere. So we did find the DVD, and and that worked. Um, but the other ones were quite easy, you know. Obviously, Disney Plus makes makes everything yeah. easy, and it's kind of interesting because you know the Taron Edgerton one was right there on HBO, and I don't know. And yeah. also the the 1991 Robin Hood, the not Kevin Costner Robin Hood from 1991. Pops up also on what? HBO. Yeah. The Robin Hood with a mustache who looks like Edgar Allan Poe. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. I'm like, that's another one. Like, cause you said there were six Robin Hoods we could have watched in, and just looking around more. on IMDb. I'm like, Oh wow. There are quite a few more. There's yeah, like, quite a few. Like Robin but... and the siege. I was like, I don't know what that is, but Robin. he's wearing a funky mask. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I started at IMDb and then I went from IMDb to just watch because I had to, so if some of, there are a few Robin Hoods that I just couldn't find. As far as the adventures of Robin Hood, I'm pretty sure I just rented that on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I got it from oh, the library. Oh, well, yeah, no, no. That's, that's, uh, that's money. But oh, I, I, I did actually, reading I don't have. You mean for free. <laughs> See, I, <laughs> or I as did part of your have to, yeah. I, I had to Redbox uh, the 2018 Robin Hood because I don't have HBO. Oh, I'm so sorry you spent... Money oh, oh wow, Redbox. It was in a Redbox. Really, I know, right? Like, I actually had to figure out where one was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not All sure why. Right. I was like, it was like $1 less than renting it on a streaming service. And for some reason, I felt like it was worth driving to figure that out. I don't know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> it feels freer. That one dollar was so worth it. I don't know. All right, ma'am. Well, uh, Marie, if you would like to kick us off and take us to the Sherwood Forest with the Adventures of Robin Hood. Yeah, I will start off with what is um, just FYI the most uh, accurate of the Robin Hoods that we watched because it's the closest to the ballads. Oh. I was curious, and so I listened to, I like did a lot of reading about, <laughs> is Robin Hood even real or based in any sense of reality? And um, found, anyway, some very interesting information. But all right. So, all right. 1938's uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood, starring Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland, is one of the earliest Technicolor films, FYI. Um, mm-hmm. This Robin Hood is set squarely in the 1190s in England and appears to uh, really delve into the divide between the Normans and the Saxons. Um, The problem with this is the Normans, by the way, conquered in 1066. It's kind of got that massive tapestry. It's pretty famous. So a hundred years later, there really is not the disconnect that they're really pushing in this movie. Um, Just FYI. And uh, (laughs) The Normans were notorious for just kind of assimilating. Like they didn't try and force people to change their religion. In fact, often they joined the religion of the country they conquered. So there wasn't really like this big Norman Saxon dispute by this point in England's history. But that's what they really like leaned into was this whole like, oh, you're the Normans were the Saxons. I want to ask about this. Okay, good. Because you're hit you're a history teacher. So because I was concerned about this. I'm like, oh, I need to know about this Norman Saxon thing. Mm. And so <laughs> you I can did, blame like, Normans and Saxons for all of the 
craziness in the English language, but go on. Yeah, because right, that is one thing. Because, I mean, aren't they – they're a little bit Frenchy, those Normans, aren't they? Well, yeah, well, the Normans come from Normandy. That's why they're called the Normans, well, right? Before, so before that, they but come – But they're also they Norse. Are, they're Norse. So it's yes. the Norsemen going past England and settling in, yes, what is the northern part of France, so Normandy, and then going, oh, hey, we should go back and take this place. So going back up to England in 1066 and capturing it. When Her- what was their uh, deal? Howard- Did they just want, like, we want a place, we want a nicer beach before we get, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my understanding, and you, you're the history teacher, but here's my understanding because of genealogy, because I'm a, I'm a Norman, darn it. I'm descended oh. from Normans. So, um, <laughs> in, in fact, um, my, my line ends in Normandy, but the guy's name is, like, Peter the Viking. Peter ah, the Viking awesome. Buett or, or something like that, right? And so he, came, so he was born in Normandy, but his son was born in England. So he was part of the invasion of England. So my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is that France was like, hey, Vikings, we'll give you Normandy if you just leave the rest of us alone. Yep. And and so then the Vikings settled in Normandy. And then and then I, I don't know if the Vikings decided to go invade England all on their own or if France is like, hey, we know some guys you can go conquer. And, so uh, Vikings but anyway. are notorious for having itchy feet. Like they just... Oh. Don't settle too long. Like, so you'll have like a generation or a few generations that like stay put, but then they're like, eh, keep going. And so like, they'll just, they'll keep going and they assimilate, but they still consider themselves Normans. So like there is still that, you know, that strong tie. And um, so like, like you said, that's the deal with the English language, because I'm assuming before the Normans, English was pretty close, was kind of, was Germanic. Yeah. Like old English Um, is more, more Germanic. Yeah, yeah. There's, there. Well, you've got Latin and Germanic, and uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I keep trying to learn more about like the history of languages. I just find it fascinating. But it yeah. is like why we have, um, like dualities of words. So like pigs and swine. It has to do with like, well, this is what the Norman said, and this is what the Saxon. I, I can't tell you which is which, uh. but yeah, like. Norman said it this way and Saxon said it this way. And so like sometimes the Saxons you're like, oh. say pigs, not the, not like the Norman swine. <laughs> not, do. not the Norman and, swine. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I think it explains why so many words in the English language are almost exact copies of French words. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So John, are you a Saxon then? I, I believe I am. I think I'm mostly Scottish, which, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, that doesn't really say much. I mean, everybody went everywhere, but I mean, my understanding is, you know, the there may have been more of a Saxon, like during the invasion anyway, the Saxons kind of were pushed a little north. And so mm. either I'm Celtic or Saxon or Anglo. Have you guys done your <laughs> DNA? So my, my brother did, and it's weird because, so from, from my parents' parents, we all come from England and, and then on my mom's uh dad's side it's england through normandy through the vikings but everyone else is like kent or sussex or something like that but when you start branching out a little further we're almost entirely scandinavian yeah a whole lot of it's really weird because my name is scandinavian but i'm like 164th scandinavian because it was just like that the right person the right person was me yeah and everybody else is like british isles yeah I, the weird thing, so I did it a few years ago, and then every so often I'll get like this ping that says like, "Hey, uh, your your breakdown's changed." I'm like, "Oh, well, I, ha- I haven't changed." So yeah, so like I was really excited that I had any Irish in me because I like uh, I love a lot of Irish food, so I was like, "There's got to be some reason for that." 
<laughs> so let me ask, do you ever get notifications saying that a, a member of your family has been implicated in a serial killing? I have not, but my grandma okay. has, um, my grandma loves to do, she, she's into all of this. In fact, she's the reason why I decided to get mine done. And, um, <laughs> so she's found some very exciting stuff out, like, uh, you know, <laughs> One time, so she she'll call every so often. I did another DNA test. Turns out that my grandfather was not actually my grandfather. I'm like, oh, oh wow, okay. And then like the next phone call was like, hey, uh, turns out that, <laughs> um, what was it? There was like another thing, and then it was, oh, hey, it turns out that my dad was not actually my dad. <laughs> I was like, well, what is going on? <laughs> so I I told her I was like, yeah, the next one, if you tell me your mom's not your mom, I'm just gonna be so lost. <laughs> She just know. adopted at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> her yeah. parents aren't. She her already parents, has okay. like like the most amazing life story. So yeah, this just adds so much more flavor. She's like eighty one wow. and finds out that <laughs> the man that she thought was her dad was not her dad. But that's okay. She never okay. actually knew him. So huh. So yeah. Robin Hood is a Saxon. Yes, he is. Except he's a uh, landed. Like he had land. They they say he had land. He had title. Because she's like you. They call him. They call him Robin of Loxley in this film, don't they? I kind of thought that was invented for Kevin Costner, but he's still Robin of Loxley in this film. No, Robin of Loxley comes about in like the 1500s version of the Robin Hood okay. story. Yeah. But before that, the original ballads of Robin, he was a yeoman. So AKA not tied to any Lord. He was just a common guy who could, mm. he was, yeah, it's interesting. Mm. So, um, okay, sorry. So he like, <laughs> he like I, got I, the tricorder for Captain Kirk. He's like, that kind of yeoman. <laughs> like yeoman Rand. No, he's so like dumb. yeoman that has a long go, right? The, the Star Trek show is yeoman Rand. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's for another podcast. All right. I promised my summary would be shorter, and if I don't watch it, it won't it's be. It's our fault. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I did want to point out, though, that for all the Norman-Saxon uh, divide, they are all very allegiant to King Richard, who would have been Norman. <laughs> So it was yep. very odd to me. <laughs> They're like... I found that you know. very strange. It was like right? really... Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it was normal back in the day when people liked kings. <laughs> but I was kind of like, you know, uh, you know, y- you have your chance. Just just take it. Take it, everybody. Just well, so have, it. Well, have you guys read Ivanhoe? Oh, I was going to yeah. bring Ivanhoe up because wasn't that a big Saxon Norman? Yes, yeah, it was all about the Saxons versus Normans. But it was also like Robin Hood's in Ivanhoe and uh-huh. King Richard is re- returns in the book of Ivanhoe. And everyone is excited that he's returning. But again, like you said... Um, he's he's a Norman. He's also not this wonderful, like <laughs> gallant guy. By the way, I would like I really went down the rabbit hole because I was like, wait, hold on, tell me more about King Richard. Like he is based in reality, right? So like I was learning more about him because the you know I used to tell my kids when I was a history teacher, I was like, the, the thing about history is that the more you learn, the more you realize you really don't know anything. Like there's just so much <laughs> to it because you know you can study like a a battle, but unless you're studying it from every side, you're not getting the full picture. So, you know, I was very quick to admit to the kids, you know, I'm happy to do the research and I'm quick. I love to research it. I love to learn things. And I know a very like base level, but I would have kids who'd come up and they'd say, Hey, let's, uh, let's talk about world war two, um, machinery. I'm like, yeah, let's, you tell me, cause I don't know it all. (laughs) So I I was definitely not the omniscient teacher. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, based based on these three movies, if there's one thing I absolutely know for certain in the history of England <laughs> is that because everybody talks about it all the time is that King Richard was a really really great guy. I'm basing that <laughs> he was on character witness. Now, that's I'm what I know. I, Marie, you're just one person, but there were hundreds of characters who told me that King Richard is like the best, the best. So, so I will say, like the Crusades were just super, super awful, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and and uh, and so that's why, like, when you hear uh, stuff from the Middle East, they, they like to refer to the West as like the Zionist Crusaders, right? Because maybe we've forgotten about the Crusades. Because for us, it's just a thing that happened in the Robin Hood movies. But for the for the people in the Middle East, the crusade is like it happened yesterday. Like that's still a really big deal. Yeah. And well, and so. interestingly, so this this is based in fact. Richard the Lionheart got his Lionhearted moniker because of the way he dealt with barons after he tried to uprise against his father. And his punishment was when his dad beat him. And his brothers, because his <laughs> they have a very interesting story. His mom, Richard's mom, convinced she was mad at her husband, and there was a lot going on. Anyway, the the sons all get together and they try and overthrow their dad, because um, that happens in monarchies. And when Richard realized the writing on the wall and he was going to lose, he went to his dad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. I want to, you know, don't don't kill me. And his dad's like, <laughs> apparently, there's a lot of things that could go into what they think may have been said, but they do know. He was told as his punishment, yes, I take you back. I forgive you. <laughs> Except that there's one story where it, apparently the dad leaned in and was like, I need you to know that I will pray to God that I have lived long enough to seek vengeance on you. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> pretty brutal. But then um, he tells Richard, okay, but you have to go to all the barons because he had convinced all these barons where he lived to help, you know, support this uprising against Hen- uh, his dad, Henry. And he had to go back and punish them and like had a list of like, okay, so this guy, you're going to just punish him. But this guy, you're actually going to completely demolish his castle. Like he loses it all. And so like, these are all his friends. So like, it's like, you got your friends to go try and fight me. Your punishment is now you have to go and wreck their lives. And then while he was doing it, he, to prove like he was like all in, he apparently was horrible to women. And so that's where the whole lion hearted nickname came from like he got it from but it's Lionheart, funny because like, is it, is yeah it's, it's a because he was so brutal women? yeah because okay. he was such a brutal yeah because it was and so but we all associate it with like this you know he was lionhearted because he was brave and he came back and he saved and rescued england because that's and what he's sean connery is. yeah well actually that does kind of fit the behavior of the women <laughs> <laughs> and he's peter ustinov if you like Sean Connery, don't watch his interview with Barbara Walters. That's all I'm saying. Like, you oh may think less of it. We'll him. put a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. Man. Back Hold to the on. movie. Going back. Going back. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Where was I? Okay. Robin Hood does not appear to have gone to the Crusades in this one, but rather stayed home to fight the injustice that was put on his fellow Saxons. Um Prince John, who is played really well by Claude Rains. I um, love Claude Rains in this movie. He's oh, so good. He's so good. He plays like such a strong Prince John, which you don't always see. But like this Prince John is like, he seems noble. He seems like, yeah, I'm going to take over. I'm going to be king. Like he has this bravado. And I love at the end when he's surrounded. <laughs> he's so short compared to all the guys. And I don't know if they played <laughs> with it. 
to make him look shorter or if he really was just legitimately shorter than all of those guys. But he looks so dwarfed in that closing scene. Anyway, um, so Prince John, uh, who is coming from London to Nottingham um, after he's like got the good news that his brother had been kidnapped and there's a ransom on him. And so he's coming to Nottingham to collect taxes for the ransom. But really, he's just plotting with Guy Grisborne to plunder the plum that is the Nottinghamshire with um, <laughs> nothing but bravado from the sheriff of Nottingham because this is like the lamest sheriff of Nottingham you've ever seen. It is. Like he's all yep. talk. <laughs> he's great. I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the movie shows Robin and his pal Will Scarlet that my, lo- my boys absolutely love that somehow Will Scarlet was the only one allowed to wear red. Um, he wears the scarlet tights. Yeah. Well, he's like all in red when you first see him. And then later when they're all wearing like their matchy matchy outfits, he's got like the red ruff and like the red hat still. <laughs> anyway, it's awesome. He, Robin and uh, Will save this guy, Much, who is in the early ballads of Robin Hood, by the way, um, from death because Much has shot a deer and he's going to lose his life because oh. it's the deer of the kings and so what you're seeing is you're seeing robin hood and will scarlet kind of creating and gathering the merry men right so they gather much it wasn't hard much basically devotes is like uh, you saved my life i would happily follow you to the ends of the earth now little john they meet little john uh on a log which is actually in the ballots but it's funny that <laughs> that little john he's he's like you can't fight me you've got a bow that's not fair and he's like well give me a minute i'll get a staff so he, he runs go carves one. <laughs> <laughs> Little John just waits, like, I'll just wait here. Yeah, I got nothing else to do. I don't <laughs> it's like this is weird. Um <laughs> oh yeah, Robin and, uh, just whittling his staff. <laughs> I know, you see him like rip the leaves off. <laughs> I, I question the fairness of of like him having a bow when he's like less than two feet away from him. In that in <laughs> that situation, the, like, the staff is probably better, yeah. Yeah. Would be like yeah. a UHF moment, right? Where he shoots him yeah. with an arrow from two feet away. Or or perhaps a Robin Hood 2018 moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, after the whole shooting the deer, I forgot. Errol Flynn has this fantastic moment where he's like, well, I think Prince John needs a dressing down. And he literally goes to the castle and dresses Prince John down and has I, – I didn't – I wanted to find it. I didn't have time. Um but he has a speech in there when John's like, well, what are your plans? And he's like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to create an uprising and we're going to take you down because you're not the rightful king and you're acting like it. Like he has this beautiful speech to Prince John of like, I don't care that I am completely surrounded. My boys are like, he's kind yeah. of stupid. Why is he doing this? I was like, no, he's really brave. They're like, yeah. and what an, <laughs> what an entrance. He comes in with the deer and he <laughs> attacks the guards with the deer. Yeah. He uses the deer as a freaking weapon. <laughs> and then like, boom, boom, here you go. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. But there, it seemed really similar. It reminded me of um, in The Princess Bride when he's, uh, when, oh, come on. The the guy whose name, uh, right out the way. Fezzik? Nigo Montoya? No. The main... You know, uh, as you as you Wesley. wish, that, that guy Wesley? Wesley. Thank you. When Wesley is telling the you know the prince what he's going to Humperdinck, yeah, yes, Prince Humperdinck, like <laughs> no to the you know to the pain. That whole like I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you. So I was like, that's very interesting. Um, 
let's see. So, oh, they, uh, they've collected much. They've collected little John. They've actually gone through and put out a notice and they're collecting basically all the merry men. And once they've collected Friar Tuck to really, you know, bring God into their group, the posse is now ready to really start thieving. And so (laughs) that's when (laughs) they make off with the ransom and the company that was accompanying the ransom, which included the sheriff, Sir Guy and Marion, they swap clothes. They have like this big party. It's ruckus. And of course, then you have like the side wood of the down and depressed people. <laughs> it's just like party over here, party poopers over there. Um, uh, but that is where Robin pleads his cause to Marion because she is not having any of him. And he's trying to be as charming as possible because he just thinks she's so pretty. And um, and she's like, ugh, Saxon, ugh. And, uh, and then he's like, well, let me show you why I'm doing what I'm doing. And suddenly she's like, oh, you're such a great guy. And uh, so they kind of fall in love and so as much and her um, lady uh, Bess and then Marion yeah. and the crew are returned after the feast. Um, and there is an, uh, <laughs> and then Prince John, well, actually it's the sheriff who comes up with the bright idea to have the, the archery competition because he'll <laughs> come, you can trap Robin Hood with this archery competition because he'll want to see Marion again. And he's right. I assume, is that in the ballads? The archery competition? Not in the original. So the ballads are, it's interesting. There's like early ballads from the 1100s that don't actually mention anyone except for much Robin Hood and Will Scarlet and little John. But mm. the um, 1500s where they like kind of it. So it's, it's the late 1500s around the time of Shakespeare. Suddenly all these ballads that people have been singing for hundreds of years. That's when they franchise the whole Robin Hood. That is. That's when (laughs) (laughs) they hate like seven plays about Robin Hood come up and suddenly you have Friar Tuck and you have this Mm. lady Matilda who turned, changes her name at the end of the play to Marion. And so like it starts flushing out and the early ballads, they talk about King Edward and it's not until the 1500s that you get King Richard. So like this, it's interesting. There's like an evolution to Robin Hood. Marion's lady-in-waiting Bess, right? It's fantastic. I I don't know (laughs) if you are a fan of like early or like 30s, 40s horror, but she's in a ton of those, including she is with Claude Rains in The Invisible Man. Mm, And she's just kind of that that. goofy character actor. Yeah. I have not seen the movie. I saw that she was in that and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, She has a very, very, I could see why she would because her face is very expressive. Yeah. Like, when, like when she's saying too much, like, oh, you've never had a, a, a lady, you know, like that. And then she's like, mm-hmm, you know. I, I anyway. think she's also in um, Christmas in Connecticut. Um, oh, is she? Which you may or may not have yeah. seen, but I'm pretty sure she's in that. I yeah, I think that she's – okay, then, I, then the, the guy who owns the, the farm, I think she's his kind of maid, huh. I guess, or whatever you would call her, housekeeper. Housekeeper, yeah. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. So then the quick sum up of the rest of those is our archery competition. Robin shows up. He wins, of course. Uh, and of course, he has the shooting the arrow that splits the arrow because that's amazing. And, and he's captured. And then Marion goes to Bess because Bess knows she knows that she's seeing much. And so they fa- Marion figures out how to go warn the men that he's going to be hung the next day. And so the men all come and it's this great moment where like he sees all his men. He's like, yeah, I'm not dying today. Lots and of so weeping. They, 
I know there's so much. <laughs> Actually, we thought it was fantastic when the, the archery competition, Robin's there in his disguise and he kept doing like weird eyes. Like he can't. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> anyway. Um, his disguise so, is just goth Robin Hood too. <laughs> it, well, it's, yeah. But we, and, and the swagger, right? I, yeah. I'm just a, mm-hmm. I'm a tinkerer with a swagger. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, Robin who? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know this man. Um, So yeah, he escapes, but then he immediately returns back to the castle to go tell Marion, thank you for saving my life and um, professes love. And he overhears her asking Bess, like, how do you know you're in love? And, um, (laughs) and then he manipulates her and gets a kiss, but it's cute. The flirting is very cute. And then the Bishop, what is it? The Bishop of black cannons. Uh, runs into uh, <laughs> what did I call them? I the I think I called them the Bejeweled League of Men um, because all of a sudden you come <laughs> into this tavern and they're all in like jewel tone colors. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's what I called them, the Jewel Tone Crew. Anyway, <laughs> the Jewel Tone Robed Crew, uh, and and of course it's Richard, and he has escaped and he's come back to England, but he's coming back quietly and by the way this is true he didn't come back on a boat he did come back as an like an overland kind of discreetly and there's a lot of like mm. question as to why you would have done that but anyway um so that part is pretty accurate so he comes in and uh the bishop realizes because one of his men calls him sire and so the bishop realizes uh-oh and of course the bishop's been in league with prince john so it's not going to end well for him um, if Richard comes back to power. So he goes and runs off and warns Prince John that Richard is not only out of ransom, but he is in England and close. And so they they plot to send uh, Dickon, who does not like King Richard because his fa- um, family was, what is that called? Where you, anyway, they lost their title under oh. King Richard. Um, maybe they were one of the barons. He may have strong yeah. feelings. <laughs> Yeah, um, King Richard was like, we don't want anyone named Baron Dickon. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. We can't go with this. Yeah. Um, so Dickens <laughs> is supposed to actually uh, kill King Richard. Much is told about the, the thing and he's supposed to go warn him. In the process, Marion gets busted by Guy Grisborne and arrested and is going to be hung. But she says, you can't hang me because I'm the ward of the king of King Richard. To which John says, well, when I am king, I can actually. And that's what's going to happen in 48 hours. <laughs> and um, except that much kills Dickon. And Robin Hood meets the uh, Jewel Tone crew, not realizing it's the king. Because um, at this point, they're not wearing their Jewel Tone robes. They're wearing black robes. Yeah. That's discreet. But they are still <laughs> wearing their chain mail underneath everything. Because they trust no one. And... Cleanest, it's like the red cleanest. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so clean. Anyway, um, when they realize they have King Richard after they have like professed their loyalty and allegiance to King Richard, he shows them who he is and they come up with this idea for how to like take down Prince John and it involves coercing the um, Bishop of Black Cannons at uh, Dagger Point which I thought was interesting because you'll see that later in another movie. And then they uh, confront King John and I love, or Prince John, of course you would have these religious figures when there's a coronation, right? And it's this whole idea that, you know, you are a monarch because of your God given right to be a monarch. So it's this whole like 
connection between God and your religious background and justification for ruling. And so to have the bishop say, uh, under what authority do you give yourself? Like, how do you, (laughs) how do you have the authority to become king? Like, who are you going through? And John is clearly taken aback. And then of course there's the big fight because suddenly they realize what's going on and all the monks are actually the merry men in matching outfits. And, um, and it's a fight of a lot of clinking <laughs> sounds <laughs> coming from like 2023, watching a 1930s sword fight thing. You know, there's all these swords and all I hear is clink, 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 clink. <laughs> you know, we're all used to like the amped up, like, you know, muscle, like metal sounding. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole thing is clink, clink, clink. And, um, but then Robin kills guy of Grisborne. They capture what a great Prince fight. John. I, oh yeah. yeah. I love that sword fight. Yeah. That's, that's and the, the thing shadows. about adventure. The, shadow, the, yeah. the, the shadows on the wall, the adventures of Robin hood. I think one really great thing I can say about it that I can't say about other Robin hood movies, especially these other two, the other two are so focused on the archery parts hmm. that, you know, the adventures of Robin Hood, it's like, hey, you know what? We can have awesome archery and we can have a Nega Montoya stuff, like a lot of it. Why not? <laughs> well, because, and, well, and it makes more sense. You're not doing like this idea that you're going to be shooting arrows in a small confined space is just ridiculous, right? Like two arrows per second. Wanna... Yeah. Like a confined <laughs> space, like, like, uh, you know, in, in the Holy Land and in a back blank. alley in the, in the, <laughs> yeah, in your SEAL Team Six outfit. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> No, like it, it would make sense that, you know, you're in a castle, you pull the swords out. Like that's what you're mm-hmm. going to do at this point. Like the archers were always the guys at the other side of the gate shooting over, right? You're not having them close range fighting. So yeah, no, the big sword fight at the end totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then Robin gets the girl, uh, after he secures the pardons and, uh, gets made a baron, which actually in hindsight may not be the best thing under King Richard's reign, but um, <laughs> King, <laughs> King Richard seems to like him. So it's working out well. And they have that great line at the end, you know, may I always, what is it? May I always follow your orders with such excitement? You know, like when he's like, go and be happy and marry that girl. He's like, yes, Weird. please. <laughs> <laughs> so can I, can I say when, when, um, I, I was kind of prepared for this movie to 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 kind of enjoy it sort of as a joke, right? Because the costumes are are what they are. But I will say also the costumes completely won me over in oh, this I movie. Love Marianne's I, costume. I, I love Marion's dresses. Her dresses are incredible. Um, but even Robin Hood in his like green tights and feathered cap, it's just perfect. He, well, he and just he looks perfect. Like- it, it is bejeweled. It cracked me up. I was watching it. Like it's like someone has gone through and sewn rhinestones on the edging of his ruff, <laughs> so that when he's like flailing his arms around or shooting or like there's a little sparkle. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's ridiculous Technicolor, but it is amazing Technicolor. And oh like, yeah, I, you know, I kind of you know you kind of don't get it. I remember back in 1991 when. Uh, Kevin Costner was making a big deal about not wearing tights and we're not doing that. And the colors were all drab. It made sense. And it was so interesting to think of Robin hood as not colorful, but when you're one of the first Technicolor movies, it's like, okay, you know what? We kind of know this is inaccurate, but I think that kind of set the trend for amazing, clean, (laughs) brilliant, like medieval costumes forever. Yeah. Until, until of course the Holy grail. (laughs) 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 but when she's in that gray like the kind of silky gray and she's being you know 
told that she's going to go to prison and they're going to kill her. You know, she's going to lose her head. But there's this gorgeous like streak of yellow down and it just pops. Like it just like this, this beautiful line on her, you know, she just looks so, again, it's another one where they did a great job at making her seem so diminished, like so small in that, in that room. So I want to say one thing about this film is I was not prepared for the amount of death in this movie. I think Robin (laughs) Hood is responsible for killing almost as many people as Cobra kills in Cobra. (laughs) But I mean, it's like down in my notes a couple times. Robin Hood goes full Lancelot on that town. (laughs) (laughs) In, In the scene where he brings the deer and kind of has his first showdown with Prince John, he kills 10 people in that scene. Yeah. I did not count. it's like it's like an amazing yeah no that's true it's like stormtroopers there's just like an infinite amount of just faceless guards that are just like okay no they can die that's fine well and that is the funny thing because because you got to figure like it's not we're not talking like new york city people right like this is the these are people that you had to have like grown up with i mean maybe you know prince john's crew that he's brought in yeah you don't know these guys but a lot of those guys that he's shooting i'm like are these people you grew up with? Like you're just no no big deal. You're an evil tax collector. Uh, you're you're done, right? And they do like portray them as pretty horrible. And you're like, it, it is possible that, that that like in high school, Robin Hood was a huge bully, but then found <laughs> like he he he's able to justify being a bully through outlet. a sense of of wokeness yeah. and like uh, <laughs> you know in in social justice. He's like, I can. I can still bully all these people that I liked bullying before. Yeah. Well, and he's the king of no big deal, right? Like everything to him is uh, sort of just ha ha, right? And and I man, I just love him. And this he's may kind be of the a only sociopath. He he has sort no, of like yeah. <laughs> this is my. I think this is the only Errol Flynn movie I've ever seen, which is kind of weird. But, it is weird. Me too. Yeah. But he's just perfect. He plays it just perfect. So, so I've anyways, seen a lot of through laughter. Can yeah. you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, there was like one scene where he like it was such a forced laugh. You like you were like, this is not <laughs> real. They're like, oh. but I was surprised. I've seen a lot of clips. I don't know if I've seen full Errol Flynn's, but I've seen a lot of clips in the past, and I was surprised at how much I liked him. Like I kind yeah. of expect. I was like, eh, whatever, you know, he's going to be like whatever. But I was like, okay, no, I agree. He is very charismatic. I can, yeah, I can gorgeous see. hair. Um, he, he just like, there's a slight <laughs> wave in his hair. <laughs> it's like a 1920s, uh, flapper Bob. He's like, will, can, <laughs> get me the movie. crimper, Will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there is something, uh, I don't know. There's something about this era of film acting in general. It's not kind of not my kind of thing. Kind of not, you know, this Sometimes it's it works really well, like with the Sheriff of Nottingham. It's like so weird and crazy that I like that. Most of the other ones I don't really care for. I think Olivia de Havilland is actually really great. I think she plays it down a lot more than everybody else. But did you notice who directed this? Um, no, who directed it? Michael Curtiz, a little someone Curtiz. named Michael Curtiz. Okay. Of Casablanca fame. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Huh. Well, and... The music is so I went back to like my old because I was it was driving me nuts the whole Technicolor thing because I was like this came out in 1938 Wizard of Oz comes out in 1939 Wizard of Oz is often hailed as like a prime example of like the the move to Technicolor 
I was like, but this came out before Wizard of Oz. So why wouldn't we talk about the beautiful colors of this movie? Like it's so, so gorgeous. So anyway, I went back to like one of the only books I kept from college, the the Oxford History of World Cinema. And then I was trying to find, I was looking specifically for the color side of it, but I came across this whole article talking about the, um, the composer that, um, cause this actually won, didn't, I think this won uh best, um, musical, uh, like the score won an Oscar. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's actually in this, <laughs> in my book is an example of, um, studio or of composers who were able to work within the studio system and still create like these amazing pieces. And so um, this movie was in, they, they had two ways of doing it. And one way was that they would write the music before the movie. And then they would kind of work the movie around the music. And then another was that they would do the movie. And this is how this one was done. They would do the movie. And then the composer had three weeks to get the the music written, put together and on. (laughs) I just like blows Hmm. my mind. And these studios apparently back then were putting out 30 to 50, um, movies a year and yeah. to keep that in perspective Warner Brother averages between 20 and 25 a year so huh. yeah it's kind of amazing so this movie did win three Academy Awards Best Art Direction Best Film Editing and like you said Best Score and it was nominated for Best Picture yep so. but who won that year I forgot to look that that's up that's a good question this is 1939 or the movie's 1938 so I, I, I can tell look. you I like this one more than whatever won. <laughs> <laughs> you may not. That may not be true. There's some good ones. Have you we'll guys see. seen it happen one night? Sure. Was that this year? Sure. No. <laughs> uh, no so I, I think Gone with the Wind was the year after, right? So it must be. I think so. Um, 1938. The Life of Emil Zola. Nope. Oh, it sounds right. pretty good. <laughs> And I've never uh, seen it. The tenth, I, I assume by default because you know how many movies from 1938 have I seen? Okay, so back then, by the way, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies that went up for Best Picture. I I, I feel like a few years ago when they switched back to ten, I was kind of like, they, why did oh, they got to yeah. do that? There, you like it, but apparently that's how it used to be. So, yeah, that way like, we get yeah, to. I like uh, seeing all the. They were talking about how they added all the stuff back in, and last year I hated yeah. how they'd cut out a bunch. I was like, ugh, there's more to a movie than just the actors. Well, and that way, like with the way it is now with the ten movies, we get to pretend that that somehow um, Top Gun, Top Gun belongs in the same category as, <laughs> as as like All Quiet on the Western Front or Everything Everywhere All at Once or this. This is interesting. Sorry, I, I'm looking at it right now. Um, uh, just directing, um, Frank Capra had a movie, and so did Norman Turog and King Vidor. But also, Michael Curtiz had four daughters nominated for directing in the same year, hmm. and also Angels with Dirty Faces the same year. Yeah. So apparently, Michael <laughs> Curtiz directed three movies the same year as The Adventures and, of Robin Hood, and they were all nominated for best direct best director, except for The Adventures of Robin Hood. His oh, that's two. true. Got nominated. Yeah. Well, Angels All with right. Dirty Faces. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was awesome. Um, you guys have any questions about that? I think the body count was one I wanted to bring up. I don't think I have any other questions other than I just was kind of shocked by this film. I I, I guessed at 50. Body count okay. of 50. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the body approaching count? Approaching Cobra levels. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, then, let me see. Let's see. Uh, okay, I'm just because uh, I had to look this up before because after he had killed a lot of people, I'm like, wait a second, he's, there's a lot of death in this movie. Avengers of Robin Hood body count. We're just gonna get official. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, he killed 16 people over the course of the film, but 10 of them are in the first battle. So that's how many people he kills. There's more people that die, but he's responsible for 16. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, my Good first work, question is, uh, like, by today's standards, you know how we have, like, when you have to reset your password for, uh, you know, like your Hulu password or whatever, and it says, this is a low-strength password. This is a high-strength password, you know, and it says that. <laughs> Uh, how high of a strength would you say the password for the insurrection uh, where the password is just Loxley? <laughs> like that's the big password. It's just the last name of the you guy who started the insurrection. That was the thing to get in. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Like, how did she know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a secret club. How do we, no. how do we get her in? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and then my other question is Longchamp. Who's that? They kind of say that at the very beginning. He never makes an appearance, but he's supposed to be, I guess not King, but (laughs) I I guess that's why Prince John doesn't like King Richard because he didn't even put Prince John in charge. So yeah, (laughs) in reality, Longchamp Longchamp actually was one of two guys that were put in power by King Richard to kind of just keep the country from falling apart. Like, surrogate it's like the vice president i'm leaving the country the vice president's running it kind of thing like, not that that's how we work either but and this is a separate person from edward the longshanks king edward the longshanks these are separate people like the braveheart yeah. guy you mean? yeah yeah long yeah, no, this is long yeah okay sorry yeah uh okay my other question i think we kind of answered that what's so freaking great about king richard <laughs> I wrote that down. He's also, got a great uniform. He wears the the English national soccer jersey. So I was won cool. over by that uniform. Yeah. I will say that uh, a really great book, if you have never read it, and that I loved when I was doing all my history teaching prep was um, "Lies My Teacher Told Me." Another, uh, and it's a long title, but the t- the main like it's just called "Lies My Teacher Told Me." Yeah, and it's all about if you've never read it, it talks about like how we teach history wrong. There's a whole chapter that talks about like when we di like make men into godlike figures and why that's really bad and we need to stop doing that. That's and, not um, so. It's not. I, it's not lies. It's patriotic history. Which, oh. if you were patriotic, you'd be okay with that. Yeah. Dang it. Um, well, I am Miss America. I told you that last time. <laughs> no, but yeah. I, and I think, so I think what you see is you, you, I mean, we create like these kind of myths around people and then, and then unfortunately at the end of the day, they're still people. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes like when you find out that, you know, maybe these, these godlike people were still human or maybe sometimes deplorable um that you know then what does that mean about the rest of their legacy like how does that actually add into it like figure into it so it's an interesting question right and because i and and i feel that way like um george washington doesn't need to have never told a lie to have successfully gotten us through the revolutionary war right i think he was and he never said he did either that was all done by a priest who was trying to teach morality to children like that's it but that's exactly right like that's the kind of stuff that happens you know yeah, the only way to teach I, honesty is to lie about it. That's what. I <laughs> but it, it's not only that, like he, he did, that he'd never told a lie thing, but like he was 
deplorable in a lot of ways, but he was also mm-hmm. probably the only person that could have gotten us through the Revolutionary War. And I think there's lots of figures like that. Like we have um, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., right, who had multiple affairs on his wife, but also there, I mean, the civil rights movement would not have had the result. Person. Yeah, I right. mean, so he was he was the necessary person at that time. And he did incredible things while also making lots of human mistakes. And, right. and I hate it when we deify historical figures. And I hate the idea that, 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 that history shouldn't make us unhappy or uncomfortable or, or like question the, the morality well, of what our leaders. That right? Tell, right. And what does that tell children? Like if you cannot be godlike and cannot be perfect at all times, yeah. then you really shouldn't try and like excel to these high offices and you know it's, i think it, you it's two need to settle down find me find me a historical <laughs> fact one bad thing that robin hood did historically just find me one bad thing he didn't exist <laughs> well those tights <laughs> uh, okay no my question marie i have one more question for you so when you said to your students hey you should read this book lies my teachers told me did any of them look at you and say, if you're lying, Liar. why should I read this book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you know, that was one of those, I, I had like, we, we used to have to, well, they still do this and it's a great thing. Um, in our homeroom time, the kids had to read for like 20 minutes, which just read. And I would always have books on the shelf, but I would have books like, uh, do fish drink water. And the kids were like, what is this? But it was like weird obscure things or, um, the lowbrow book on history. And it was, you know, some of the crazy stuff about history, but, but they would read it. Right. Because, and, and that was like, I would try and tell them, and I always had quotes on the wall, um, that were right behind my desk. Things like, uh, um, Winston Churchill has a lot of great history quotes. Like one of my favorites from him is, uh, history will be kind to me for I shall write it. And he did, (laughs) Um, you know, and uh, like language is just an army and a Navy, things like that. There's a lot of really good quotes that, you know, it gets you thinking like, you know, who's telling, who's telling the story? What are they having to gain from it? And, and that is the interesting thing. So like the Robin Hood legend is, you know, just that it's a legend. There's not like a single person that you can, that from all the things I've been reading and, and listening to, um, it, there's not like a person that we can tie it to it, it, but it does represent kind of the little man standing up for the other little men and, or other merry men um, against <laughs> the establishment. But, you know, it's like this, this idea of like, let's work together for the betterment of society. And so, I mean, there's good things that come out of it. Yeah. Well, do you have any questions that have not been answered about this film, Marie? I, I do. Do you, does okay. Robin always keep Will Scarlet as a musician? And really, the question I had later was: Is that was that their way of being like, "Hey, this all came from ballads"? Like this, you know, he's writing the ballads. Oh. Where I wasn't sure. I thought it was interesting. He, so he's the bard. That in, so he doesn't do any of the fighting. He's always off in the corner, just furiously writing stuff down. <laughs> he's writing the songs that we're all going to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then real, and then I, I asked this earlier, but like, is life really that uneventful that little John's like, yeah, sure. I'll wait here on this log. Make stuff. Let's have a fun. <laughs> well, and I, I assume that little John's only job is to not let anyone cross that bridge. Even well, though like the water, the water looks like knee deep. Oh, do you think they just ran into each other? I thought he was just like walking and he's like, oh, bridge. 
And instead of being like, hey, you go, I don't care. Like, they're like, you're going to have to move. No, you move. (laughs) (laughs) So they were just men. It was a whose quarter staff is longer classic (laughs) situation. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. And I like the little John one. None of this. Kevin Costner crap. Kevin Costner can't beat little John at the bow staff. That's not how that works. So, so chalk one up well, for little and, John. And I love that the, uh, the whole plan of getting a man of God is to kidnap him because until like they <laughs> tell him about the gang, torture the man essentially of essentially what they're doing. I know fat shaming him. Let's like, beat him I, with a sword. <laughs> I'm going to ride you like a mule. You religious man. You fat okay, religious so, man. I got to say though, that is in the ballad is um, the whole riding, getting a piggyback yeah. ride and then being dumped into the water by Friar Di- Like, it's, it, yeah, It must it's have been because it, it really seemed like garbage else? pre-existing material they had to cram in because it didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all right. Um, are we ready to move on? Because I'm, I'm excited for John to talk about the most historically accurate version of Robin Hood <laughs> because it's the one that actually has the real animals that were involved in the, the real stories. I have two more questions really quick. Okay, I'll find. Uh, anybody notice the trees? They were totally Californian trees. Was oh, yeah. not very sure. <laughs> yeah. You were saying this wasn't filmed in, in England? This was. It may wow. help explain the accents as well. Uh, <laughs> But uh, there, also, wait, there was actually a very lot, like a lack of rain for it to be in England, right? Like it was oh, too that's sunny. true. And a lot more <laughs> surfing than I would have expected to see in a Robin Hood. <laughs> there was a car. They were, they were archers. There was a surfing. car. Yeah. Did you actually see the car? Or did you just read the trivia? Did you guys I read see the, the car? Thing. I couldn't find the car. I did you find it. it? No, I I only read it as well. So I read that and I laughed. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, well, King Richard was captured. They said by Leopold of Austria. Mm. Uh, yep. And I was wondering about that because I thought his kidnapping had to do with crusades, unless Austria was on the other nope. side of the crusades. It was on the way well, back. So, yeah, oh, so okay. I mean, Vienna is the capital of Austria, right? I'm assuming back then it was it was it was the capital of Austria. Is it today? I assume it is. But so if you look at a map, like Vienna is on the border of Austria and what kind of becomes um eastern europe right it, it's it's the road that leads you to the middle east goes through vienna so on his way back that would make sense oh, okay yeah well right. and that's they're that just goes like hey we got whole, a king he decided yeah and that goes back to the whole he decided not to take a ship back he decided to go back yeah. on land yeah because so. he was so stubbornly lion-hearted <laughs> <laughs> you know i also read that taxes were higher under king richard than king john Oh, wow. Yeah. So the, I think with King Richard, though, he doesn't take a boat because on a boat, there's a finite number of people that you can lie in heart. But on land, you're going to go through <laughs> town after town after town. So, Oh, boy. Interestingly, the Sheriff of Nottingham, that is a real position, still exists. The There was one that was so bad. What was his name? Like something Mark, Philip Mark, I think. And he was about 1,200. Yeah, he was such a bad sheriff of Nottingham that he's his name is in the Magna Carta. The people were like, "You have to get this guy out of this position," because he was just he tortured <laughs> people. Like, that's I'm like, part You're of the Magna so Carta. Bad, your and name the is way, in the Magna Carta. Yeah, <laughs> we're attaching a, a writer onto the Magna Carta. Can you also, imagine? We don't like this guy. One of one of the amendments to the Constitution is just like, and Bill Smith is yeah. no longer the treasurer because he's the worst. <laughs> he has to go. He's got to go. <laughs> that's, that's the 11th Amendment. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I was skeptical about that guy, Marie, because 
The other thing I learned from these three movies is that the Sheriff of Nottingham never has a name. It's always the Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm. No name. It's a position. <laughs> yeah. It, I, know, I thought I that know. was the name. It, I, I, I just thought it was it was just a funny thing. It's like you got Robin Hood. He's the outlaw. You got you know Prince John. Hold he's on. the prince. But all the sheriffs of Nottingham, none of them are mentioned by first or last name in the slightest. Except the last one. The 2018 twist at the was end. It? Was We're going to be more than just one movie, but we won't. They oh, introduced oh, oh, the oh, new oh, sheriff oh, of Nottingham. Oh, the new sheriff. The new sheriff. There's a new sheriff in town. Two-Face. <laughs> Two-Face. Will, Will, Will Scarlet, right? Will Scarlet becomes the sheriff of Nottingham. Will so, Except they didn't call him Will Scarlet. They called him Will Tucker. They, uh, it's Will. In, it's, in the in the credits, he's listed as Will Scarlet. It's like this weird I Easter know. egg that's not an Easter egg because it's like, hey, guess what? This guy in drab who's on the wrong team, that's really Will Scarlet. And you're supposed okay. That but, movie kind of makes me angry. Will Tucker. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it's, that's it, just it's, the tip of the iceberg, really. It's iron oh, my goodness. blood. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. the Disney John, so we can get to that one. John, calm us back down a little <laughs> okay. bit. So anyway, there's this Disney movie. And uh, it's great. It's 82 minutes. And <laughs> uh, also, it's great. It's because... And this is how I learned who Robin Hood was. Even though the movie itself, there's no origin story or anything. It's just Robin Hood and Little John... As it says in the song, they're going through the forest. They're robbing people already. They come yeah. across, across Prince John and his solid gold hubcaps, and uh, they they dress as gypsies. They steal directly from the acting king of the country, who's passing through Nottingham. You know, just I guess he's like on a taxing tour. Is that what he's on a on? taxing tour? <laughs> yeah. What's the next stop on our tour? Nottingham. Oh, there. That's the best taxing place of all. That's kind of what he <laughs> says, right? The richest yeah, like, of them all. Nottingham. Yeah, I love how they they take the jewels off his rings, and there's a couple of shots where it shows him with just the, the stoneless rings, right? <laughs> he's still wearing it. <laughs> he's got he's got his adorable lion paw. <laughs> with, with rings on them. By the way, that's uh, uh, Peter Ustinov, man. His voice is... This movie has so many great voice actors. Yeah. Andy Devine. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, Peter and they're Ustinov. in a ton of other things. Yeah. Because they're so good. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, just like the last movie, Prince John is like, uh, let's get a, an archery tournament going so that we can trick Robin Hood. The way they trick Robin Hood is a kiss for Maid Marian, unlike the last and movie. And the Golden Arrow. The, the first movie had the Golden Arrow as well, so the Golden Arrow yes. is repeated. Oh, I didn't mention this. In the first movie, the Golden Arrow is presented by the Berries and Cream lad. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> that was well, a they, very they were part. They in this one because it's the Golden Arrow and a kiss. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, but the There's thing, no just, just just a little bit of a difference, Robin Hood and Maid Marian, they grew up together in this yeah. version. That's the, I think the difference between all three of these movies is the Robin and Marian relationship. In the first one, he kidnaps her, so she likes him. In the second one, <laughs> he tricks her from an early age. And then in the last in the one, one, she tries to rob his house because she, she's the thief. <laughs> she's the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, the princess of thieves. thieves. Yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, you know, she's hanging out with a, with an artless Will Scarlet and she's looking for trouble. That's the last yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, he wins the tournament, obviously. And, you know, we can talk Splits about how great of a shot that is. And it's so amazing because he shoots an arrow out of the sky. And with another uh, arrow. With another to, arrow. To perfectly readjust its trajectory. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, because it's not just that it nudges it in the right direction. It spins it five times. So yeah. <laughs> the amount of math involved 
<laughs> it's just <laughs> insane. Yeah. Uh, but Robin Hood is is he's cosplaying as a stork, and they should have been tipped off. They're like, they're like there are no stork your legs are sticks, sir. Your legs are sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's kind of I mean, uh, I mean storks can fly first of all, right? I mean they should have. Yeah, they should have figured out Robin Hood was a was a stork. Anyway, then the last sequence of the movie. Oh, and then Robin Hood meets up with Marion. Their love is confirmed because they both independently of one another say, uh, oh, is this person thinking of me? We were kids once, you know, and I've been thinking about them this whole time. It's a lovely love story. And they have this fun little love song in the middle of the movie behind a waterfall. And Sherwood Forest is quite beautiful this time of year just so that that's my wife's favorite disney song of, of all the any song in a disney animated really? film i think it's just called love and it's my wife's yeah. favorite yeah yeah okay anyway so anyway uh the sheriff of nottingham continues to tax people to this crazy amount and uh the money isn't really going anywhere it, all it does just prince john just sleeps with the money I, like just, scrooge so my yeah. understanding is the tax rate is 100 percent that's what it based on <laughs> a birthday party I witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, we're going to force this widow's might out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, Friar Tuck is this good uh, clergyman and he can't take and take it anymore. And so he uses his God given right to, uh, you know, you know, fight the police. And he does that. Uh, yep. And then he's taken away. And so they're like, we're going to hang Friar Tuck. And that's going to lure Robin Hood to come save him. And it's a trap. But you know what? Robin Hood's better than all traps. He saves Friar Tuck. He uh, starts the castle on fire. He escapes and they all shoot him down. He breathes through a reed. Everything's okay. Oh, by the way, King Richard comes back and then Robin and Marion get married. So very quick. Not a lot happens. Yeah. Can I can I say Maybe Nothing you guys really will happens that doesn't happen in the other movies. So <laughs> maybe you guys will disagree <laughs> with me, but because of this movie, I think I've decided that the fox is the sexiest of the woodland creatures. <laughs> yes. Oh, actually, you know, okay. One more thing about the movie: they're all animals. I forgot to mention. Oh that. yeah, it's <laughs> oh, yeah. so a big part of the movie. It's, it's oh, by kind the of, way, which I have a lot of questions about. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, I mean the music's great, right? This is like this is this when the hippies decided to make a a uh, a Disney movie, and this is it, right? You got some pretty great. Music. Half of them are hippies. That's yeah. that's my first big question, <laughs> which is, what is it about Nottingham where like thirty percent of the people are you know have these posh London accents, and then seventy percent of the people have Alabama accents? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those are the Saxons. That's the Norman Saxon. It's the Normans right? and the Saxons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That almost country bumpkin Saxons. Robin Hood does not have a Saxon accent. Um, some some other questionable things. The the rabbit family. The mom has a British accent. All the children have Alabama accents. So I don't know. I don't know how the... it's how it's chosen. Yeah, I think she has. A, isn't that the same? actress i think she voiced the rabbit and then also didn't she do the church mouse oh i think you're right like it yeah yeah i think she did both so this movie has a few things that that concern me that one is how poor prince john's guards are when um when little 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 john yeah prince john and little john (laughs) okay that wow that threw me for a loop (laughs) when they're holding up the treasure chest and he simply stands underneath it and drills a hole with his dagger and no one none of the guards see that yeah they weren't like to see that 
they're not doing a very good job. Also, um, there's a moment when the rhinos, yeah, when Little John's dressed as as the the buxom fortune telling assistant, and I and um, Robin Hood just gets just gets right. He in goes there. to town. Yeah, yeah, he gets both those hands <laughs> right in there. Goes so. to town is the word. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually didn't notice that. Um, like as a kid, somehow I didn't notice that. I really noticed it this time. You didn't say, "Mom, why is he groping Little John's boobs?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, full on, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh man. So also, uh, apparently like the the rabbit kids, they live right next door to Prince John. And that's what's weird to me cuz Prince John says he's visiting Nottingham, but that's also where his castle is? No, 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 no. That's not his castle cuz at the end when they it's on fire and <laughs> and the stakes like, "Sire, your mother's castle." And he's like, "Oh, oh no, it's his mother's mommy. castle." That's right. But where's mom? <laughs> that was one of my questions. I was like, "Where's mom?" Because I, th- uh, I didn't think she was dead. I thought she was like, dead because he said she always did like Richard best. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's true. King Richard left her behind during in the Crusades. So yeah. anyway, what else? Um, I don't know. This I, I think a lot of people really like this movie. I And if you look at the poll, I mean, this is the overwhelming winner uh, as far as the, the Facebook page is I concerned. I don't think we've ever... Usually we do this later in the podcast, but may as well say it now. We've never had a route like this. Yeah, it's pretty. Which, which I so I'm okay. I I also feel like of the three movies that we polled and that we watched, we may be the only ones that watched anything other than the, the Disney movie. <laughs> well, That's or I, I I don't know how many people would have watched the 1938, but I wouldn't be surprised if people watched the 2018 and went, "What? Oh, <laughs> Wait, what?" So it's so funny that version because like the Russell Crowe version came out and it was really bad and then this one came out and and I it was just kind of that you know I'm not going to go see this because I just can't do it anymore with Robin Hood and and but (laughs) and now I've seen it so hooray for me right Um, but uh, I've got so much to say about that film and how much I love it. All right. Uh, I think you did a pretty good job. I do wonder how a stone castle burns down. I guess there's a lot of wood in the infrastructure. Um, yeah. It's but... wood painted like stone. Oh, isn't that what it is? Yeah, that's what they did back then. <laughs> Actually, it's, yeah, that could be like Mount Vernon where it's not really stone. It's just because that's what George Washington did to his house. Really? When you oh, look wow. at it, you think Mount Vernon's stone, but when you get up close, you realize it's just sand scalded oh. on top. Oh, okay. Okay. So King Richard is voiced by Peter Ustinov. So Prince John and King Richard are the same person. Um, one's just a little less whiny, I guess. Oh, I did award. Oh, I have no idea what award that could be. So uh, I do have a question, though. In the archery tournament, after they discovered that it is Robin Hood and there's kind of the big, the big battle at the archery tournament, at one point Robin Hood swings in. And I don't know what that rope is attached to. I'm assuming Magic. a cloud. <laughs> oh, right. But I didn't you feel like that was... Because it's a giant field. Yeah, Maybe but... it was another so... snake in a balloon in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see someone... You know how like they'll do like historical inaccuracies and people will like make snarky remarks? Someone was like, um, they didn't have air flight. I was like, because <laughs> the, the snake in the balloon, like they were getting, oh, I, was, I was just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding are you me? Kidding? Like the animals are talking. Did anyone, you want to start did there? Anyone, like that's I know. <laughs> did anyone mention that? Uh, yeah. Animals historically can't speak <laughs> or shoot <laughs> right. bows and arrows. 
But so I did have a question about uh, Friar Tuck. He is so loud during the jailbreak. He's the worst jailbreaky in the history of jailbreaks. He's like my son at movies, uh, my son who's, who's autistic at movies, who just like not only talks in his normal voice, but talks louder during a movie. So that's funny. My One of my sons is autism. And when I ask him to whisper, <laughs> he's like, I am whispering. I'm like, you're not whispering. <laughs> No, you're not. No, you're not. You got to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I concept say theater voice, movie theater voice. But um, anyway, I think those are the big questions I have. You guys got any questions about this? I mean, this movie is delightful. I've always liked it. I love the music. And uh, so glad we watched it, even though I'm sure we've all seen it a, a bunch of times. Were the wheels on wagons called hubcaps? Like, oh. <laughs> when he's like, he's like gold. Solid gold hubcaps. hubcaps. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't think that that's what they would have been called. But I don't know. I, I didn't look at. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, because it's the same thing as a hubcap. I I wonder, like, if there is something solid in the middle of a wheel. Uh, I, I mean, that know. would be the hub of the wheel. Now I'm not going to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I have a couple is... more questions, but oh, okay, yeah. go for it. Okay, so uh, why doesn't Robin squeeze through the gate? <laughs> like oh he yeah, passes little 100%. girl. One hundred percent. His head is definitely small enough, and foxes can like get into teeny little holes. And he's like, "Oh well, I guess I'm just going to be captured." <laughs> <laughs> I guess no one told him he's a fox. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was still oh, crane he's a mode. Fox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he was thinking. Cranes can't fit through these holes. But yeah, that that's My- really frustrating. As as he's scaling the port portcullis, and it's just really obvious that he could slide through. <laughs> what, anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I also wanted to know why why does uh Hiss the snake sleep at the bed the edge of John's bed in a cradle? <laughs> like what is what is the that relationship was, here? This doesn't That was seem one healthy. of my questions. I, it's it's <laughs> a Burn Smithers relationship it seems. Oh, it so I kind of figured it was like a Michael Scott Jan situation where she makes him sleep at the foot of the bed curled <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I just uh, assumed he was a. I didn't. I didn't think anything was like uh, romantic between the two of them. <laughs> I always just kind of thought like Hiss was just the absolute devoted servant. What I don't know is oh, why he sleeps in a, in a cradle. So Hiss doesn't show up. Whatever his character is, he's not really in the other movies. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. he's, he's unique to this one. Now I do wonder how because Hiss wears a cape, and I'm not sure what's keeping it up because he doesn't have shoulders. <laughs> I have a bigger question on how things stay on. Okay. Later. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's elastic. <laughs> it's elastic. <laughs> it just, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So my questions are, uh, I'll just go ahead and start with this one. Cause this is something I've always wondered about who can marry. Okay. Mating laws in this kingdom. How does it work? Because there are obviously a lot of rabbits, but the whole Robin and Marion thing, they're the only two foxes anywhere, right? Yeah, they really don't have a choice. And yeah, there's no choice. There are only two turtles in the entire kingdom. Yeah. I I will say I am fairly certain that little John and Cluck have a romantic relationship. That's that's the one where it seems. Yeah, Yeah. it seems like they might. I mean- but that's really that's just based on them dancing together, really. It's like, hey, let's dance. <laughs> but like, no one else is in, in, you know, in love, and we don't see any examples of like a Kermit and Piggy situation. Hmm. Well, but I think that you're forgetting that this is the sequel to the Jungle Book, right? 
because we have the vultures. (laughs) This came after, (laughs) and the vultures are in both. And I'm pretty sure Little John is like at least a cousin to Baloo. To Baloo. No, Baloo, Baloo. Yeah, you're right. Baloo, Baloo, right? (laughs) I was like watching it going. I was actually, this is sad. I was waiting for the the funny conversation between the vultures, and then I went, oh, no, no, no. That's, That's Jungle Book. I'm thinking of a different one. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the what do you want to do? I don't, I don't know. know. What do you want to do? By the way, yeah, you know where that's from? The homage to the Beatles, right? No, 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 no. Well, the haircuts, yeah. But that conversation comes from a movie called John. Help me out. Is it called Marty or Martin? Is it called Marty? Uh, Marty is the movie you're thinking of. It's With a Ernest movie I've never seen, and also I've never seen the Jungle Book, so I'm very lost. I always thought they were paying homage to um, to uh, Hard Day's Night. I love A Hard Day's Night, but there, there's a scene in the movie Marty with Ernest Borgnine where his friends have convinced him to not, you know, court this girl because she's too plain, right? And which Ernest Borgnine, uh, beggars can't be choosers, <laughs> sir. Right. But, but they're sitting at this diner and his friends are like, so what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is it. This is the theme from from The Jungle Book. I'll watch that. Yeah, it's a great movie, by the way. I, I kind of, uh, I've been looking for a reason to squeeze it into this podcast, but nothing's come up. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, go watch that. So is that it for Disney's Robin Hood? Which, by the way, it, to different, differentiate it, I'm calling that movie Disney Rob, Disney's Robin Hood. That's what I did in my notes. Fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we got it. Keep in mind, there is the adventures of Robin Hood that we could uh-huh. be using this whole time. Yes, but then well, and Robin I will, I will refer it. I will refer to it as the adventures of Robin Hood when we get to awards. Okay, and, and then I guess the we last could call one is just called twenty eighteen, the inferior Robin Hood. <laughs> the inferior Robin. Robin I don't know who you, I don't know you mean. <laughs> Robin the Lesser. Brave Are you guys ready, Robin? No, I'm not ready. I you, okay. You said, do you have any more questions? Then you went yeah. right into another question. Okay. <laughs> so I have more questions. I have a lot right. more done. questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, first of all, the shuttlecock, the badminton shuttlecock, it went down Cluck's dress. How She's a it... chicken with boobs. Right. I know. How did? Oh, and actually, that's another question. She's a saucy chick. <laughs> she, <laughs> Lady Cluck, wears feathers over her underwear. <laughs> I guess that's more of a statement than a question, but. <laughs> But I just don't is know. It how repre- to, is it supposed yeah. to be like a like a petticoat sort of situation? But it, with her, it's feathers, right? But I mean, you think, oh, those that's her, that's her, you know, her her hindquarters, her flanks, you know. <laughs> but that gets pulled down, and so it's like it's it, it would seem that it's like underneath her feathers and her chicken skin, she has these <laughs> boxers. Underneath <laughs> all of that, it's underneath her chicken skin. Yeah, keeping it modest, <laughs> right? Oh. Okay, no, no, but 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 my no, my actual question is: the shuttlecock goes down Lady Cluck's dress, and she's like, "Where is it? Where is it?" And Maid Marian says, "Oh, it's behind you." And somehow the shuttlecock got way behind the arrow that had flown in. So I just don't know how. But wasn't she jumping around? Maybe she, in the vigorous. Jumping. Vigorous shaking. It was like it was like Reptevia during uh, "If I Were a Rich Man" kind of shaking. I would like to see the physics involved of a shuttlecock going that far away when it should just drop. (laughs) May I remind you, this is a movie with talking animals. (laughs) My next question: How do the animals talk? Okay, no, actually, my my real next question—that's a Merlin that's, situation. That's like that's like that scene in uh, Shang Chi when the guy's like when he's talking about why he became an actor, and he makes the comment like, "And then me mom told me that 
they weren't real apes. They were actors. And I thought, if they can teach apes to act, I could be an actor. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, seriously, some of the actors are speaking bunny and some of them are speaking turtle. Do they just understand each other? Okay. No, that's not my question. I'm sorry. No. Uh, how did Robin Hood use his stork hands? Uh, I think he's just really good. That's just something we were talking about while we were watching it. I want to think that the, the the stork wings are mounted on sticks, and he's just manipulating these stork wings that are on the ends of sticks, and he's just gotten really good at that. Right. He's like pretty much master. got chopsticks at the end of his fingers. Yes. Like arrows. <laughs> it's really amazing. That's his real okay. talent right there. No, but my, my real question is, what kind of deal did Nutsy and Trigger make at the end of the movie? Uh, went because they pretty much. I think Nutsy and Trigger turned in the sheriff and Hiss and Prince John because they weren't. <laughs> they weren't they're, in the prison. They're still of the, the guards. Other. Yeah, they're yeah. still the guards. They don't. They're, they're not the in guards prison to themselves. whoever the king is. It just happens to yeah. be Richard again. Yeah. yeah, I think they cut a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're that smart. The first time yeah. that the sheriff called <laughs> Nutsy, I was like, "What is his name?" <laughs> like, because I didn't hear it right. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah. Okay, those are all my questions. I'm fully satisfied. Okay. All right. I I, I have no idea how to do this. This is how I'm going to begin, okay? Apparently, shooting an arrow from a bow, you can do it twice as fast if every time you do a new arrow, you switch sides of the bow, which makes zero sense. It seems like that would be even (laughs) slower. Even slower. But apparently also if your bow has like a brass knuckles where you hold it, that also vastly increases the speed. So those are some important things to know about. Um, This movie's really bad. Uh, (laughs) Essentially, because my understanding was this was supposed to be a franchise, right? I mean, it ends setting up a sequel. Yeah, I didn't think it was supposed to be a franchise. At the end, I was like, are they kidding me? Yeah, I know. No, 100% they planned a franchise. I watched the extras because when I was done, I was like, someone needs to explain some things to me. There better be answers on these extras. I am mad. Well, and every time I go on IMDb to like look up information, it immediately pulls up the interview with Jamie Foxx and Taron Egerton, where they're so excited about this new modern take on Robin Hood. And... Uh, I don't know how I feel about these actors who try so hard to sell their a movie that's maybe not the best because I guarantee you by now um, maybe Jamie you Fox should appreciate their craft more. Realize maybe. what they're doing in that situation. Uh, <laughs> maybe. No, so, no. If you watch the extras, they are not alone. Every single person that they talked to, so they like had directors. Like I watched probably as much in extras as I watched on the movie because I was like, what the heck? And every single one, they're like. I saw the concept and I thought it was masterful. I loved where they were going with this. I was so excited to put my my piece of it. And like <laughs> they are all a hundred percent in. They're like, and they keep saying through the the extras, they're like, we're so excited, you know, and you know, God willing, we have a we get that second one going and we can't wait for this to, you know, go into a second and a third. And I was like, oh, spare me. Well, I so get it. Your- when your movie costs $100 million to make, and when what you pull in at the box office amounts to, they actually made $86 million worldwide. That's astonishing to me. But in the United States, they only made $30 million. I'm astonished that they made back $30 million. I, I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. All First of this weekend. makes total sense because you, all the people who went and saw it, they were like us. They didn't know 
you know. <laughs> oh, I, I knew it was going to be bad. How could you? How could you watch that trailer and not know this was going to be a heaping pile of? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I feel like I'm tipping my hand on well, my yeah. rankings no, here. You de- you definitely are. I mean, I think you know you're old and and, <laughs> okay. and, un- and, and unhip. No, but th- that's just that is just a fact. But I mean, I mean. Uh, I mean, it is just kind of like it's like a Transformers movie or a Michael Bay movie. You know, it's just it's an, another uh, one of these movies that you know this is, we don't really like. It's like it's like Assassin's Creed. Remember that one? That oh my gosh, this is slightly better than Assassin's Creed. So, yeah. but this this movie, I, I guess it's the Michael Bay Transformers version of Robin Hood. I, I guess that makes sense. Well, so well, well, it's, wait, before you, before you start, I, I do want to point out that um, I. I did not like this movie. I'm not defending it, but I you picked it. <laughs> Whatever. How many times have you, you watched picked it, buddy? <laughs> I did. I did pick it because you know the only thing that makes me happy is making you watch movies you don't like. <laughs> okay. And, and I feel like it was a pretty safe bet here. But what I didn't know is that there was like a heavy. Like I can tell they're doing something that they thought was heavy deep, and they did not execute it very well because you know this is. This is, uh, you know, a decade after and we're pulling out of Afghanistan, we're doing all these things, but they wanted to make it very clear that they wanted to, I think they wanted to make it clear that they wanted to um, go back to the Crusades and relate it to some of the same friction that the Western world has with the Arabic world today. And yes, that's so, exactly so, what they and, say and, in the extras. I mean, right, they, they right. make no bones about yeah. it. They're like, this. the whole point of this is to take modern themes, because guess what? These themes were existing then, and they exist yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I think those modern themes just, do like, exist. Shake it I, up. I think it sucks. I don't think they did it very well, yeah. but I think that's what they were going for. And same with police brutality. There are like a lot of sequences where it's like, okay, that is modern day SWAT team gear that they're pointing out. <laughs> so they, wanted, they wanted to show like, okay, they it, it's like uh, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. He's riling the people up. He's trying to get them into a frenzy, trying to other Arabs and other people other people across the world and get people excited to fund a war that they can't fund. And also if they don't agree, we're going to police brutality them. And that's just, that's all relevant stuff that is happening today. And uh, if you're going to take big swings like that, you got to pull it off. They didn't pull it off. It sucked. Okay. Yeah. yeah, And and they're, they're trying to pull the, you know, that we, in case you're not sure who the working class is, they're the ones that work the mines. They're the working the mines. class. <laughs> the mines of Nottingham. So. What are the mines of Mon- <laughs> What's in the, the mines? mines what, of are Sherwood. what are they mining? Mining, they mining? They never wood? say. They're mining wood from the Sherwood Forest. It's the, so the wood much mine. explosion. <laughs> there's like just random explosions everywhere. They're like, oh, there's the daily just fire methane. at three. They're, they're <laughs> mining for methane pockets. Yeah. So. So this movie does really address how awful the Crusades were for a solid 30 seconds. And I really applaud them for that. And that was great. Um, the problem with this movie is they basically are trying to turn this into a superhero franchise with Robin Hood as our superhero. Like, I mean, th- this movie, and and I, I'm kind of stealing from the honest trailers, but this movie really is the worst Batman movie I've ever seen. Uh, like, <laughs> I did the, not make the, that connection until I saw that. I was like, oh, Yes. Yeah, so even no, before the it. honest trailers, I, I so I saw the honest trailers, but even before that, I thought they're trying to make a they're trying to do a superhero franchise here. They're trying to, yes. you know, Robin Hood. He's good fodder for a superhero movie, but he's not right, and the, the, his disguise is not great. Um, but it, like you said, it's uh, well, and they have um, the answer to like the big um, what is it? The big Hawkeye dilemma. The Hawkeye dilemma is that he's just not cool. Right. He's shooting arrows. Everyone else has like way cooler things going on in Avengers. Right. And so they're like, ooh, the, the, the answer is explosive arrows. 
even though <laughs> we have no answer as to why they're explosive. But they take out stone. Like, it they're, doesn't they're make much sense. much sharper. Much sharper. Oh, my much gosh. Harder. Yeah. Uh, but so the, the problem, obviously, is that you already have the TV show The Arrow, which I think is pretty mediocre. And then, like you said, Hawkeye already exists as a bow and arrow kind of guy. But he's wearing, just, he's wearing the Arrow's uniform isn't he he's wearing the arrow's uniform he this is this is the movie version of the arrow and he's called robin hood and everyone's wardrobe in this is awful everyone has an awful wardrobe and i have no idea what they're trying to do with the sheriff with um uh, there's an answer for that can i share the answer for that so julian day was told yeah yeah, so julian day is a costume designer in fact i actually wrote wrote in my notes, Julian Day, you got some explaining to do because I was like, <laughs> what? So in they had like a whole thing and they were saying how when they were crafting this whole thing, they they went to the production designer, they went to the costume designer and they said they wanted it to feel like the clothes came off the runway because it was just <gasps> stylish. And I was like, I'm sitting there with my son Joey and I looked and I said, but it was just stupid. Like it just yeah. is stupid. Like nothing worked on it. Like, you know, the, the whole point of having the party was so you could have as many people in like couture and where were all the wealthy people outside of the party and church? You never see them any other time. Like the streets yeah. are empty except for the mines. Like it doesn't make any sense. And the, the first time, that they show the sheriff of Nottingham that suit coat he wears is the worst piece of wardrobe <laughs> I've seen in a movie. It's, it's president maybe ever. It's president snow suit from hunger games. I think. Right. It is. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. And, and so, and I understand because I, I think I read a note that was similar to what you're talking about where they wanted the wardrobe to look like the past, the present and the future. Yes. I read well, that. Well, guess note. what? Yeah. Pick one of them, <laughs> pick one of them and do a good job. Um, yeah. so and, and, uh, this movie was so bad. And, but so uh, what I do appreciate though, is you have Jamie Foxx who I is supposed to be kind of playing the stand in for little John. We do call yeah. him John. Mm-hmm. And he's the mentor. And this movie has a freaking training montage. I, I thought Which that was going to be my part. favorite part. I teed that up for you. <laughs> you love training <laughs> montages. I didn't. I don't love this training montage. So, um, but, oh, man. I, uh, I love the training montage because I wrote it down. I'm like, oh, right, wow. I did think he's of you. I was like, to, oh, it's Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's. Little John is teaching Robin Hood how to fire a bow better. And Robin Hood was very good. And it's kind of funny that it's like, okay, Little John teaching Robin Hood how to fire a bow. Okay, fine. I'll bite. I'll do this. And it's like, yeah, this is funny. This is like a Rocky montage. And as I wrote, this is like a fun Rocky montage where he's teaching him how to fire a bow. The next sequence, they're in sweatpants lifting weights. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're seriously lifting weights. I just, I already wrote down it's a Rocky sequence and they're actually oh, taking it that goodness. far. <laughs> uh, so I, I will say there is a, there's a redeeming moment in this movie and it's when little John, whose hand has been cut off, decides to become bucket hand <laughs> and he welds a bucket onto his hand. <laughs> that was pretty good. That makes one it. of my awards. Yeah, so there's a moment, right, because we're talking about disguises where maid, not Maid Marion, I guess Marion's like, hey, Robin, take off the stupid mask. He's like, how did you know it was me? It's because <laughs> it's the dumbest 
disguised that it, it's it's so bad, right? It, but also they set it up where like, okay, how are we going to defeat them? Because the 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 cops, whatever, they they outnumber us. We can't do this. And like, I have an idea, and I one hundred percent believe they're setting us up where everyone is going to be dressed like Robin Hood, right? Everyone's yes. going to be wearing a hood. They're going to do amigos, amigos, amigos. And I swear that didn't really materialize. Like, it, how, how was that? How was that? I mean, that's obviously what the script said, and that's obviously what was filmed. Because why else would they? Ha- put hoods everywhere for everybody to use. But, but then they didn't they do it. And they didn't on, do it. They yeah. just put on their COVID masks before <laughs> COVID. <laughs> also, why do they, are they running away from a giant tipped over smelt <laughs> that pours like a hundred gallons of lava? I don't know about, okay, okay. I don't know about you, but I would also <laughs> run away from the smelt. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. and then one of the guys in the final scene who's supposed to be wearing uh, a hood because everyone's supposed to be wearing a hood or whatever he just like brought his stocking cap from home like the extra is like well i'm not gonna wear a hood here's what i brought and no one noticed i guess this is so, from the present get used to it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway uh will scarlet uh becomes the sheriff of nottingham because we're gonna have a sequel right for 100 i do have there's a moment here towards the end where I think I commented, is this movie setting up for a sequel? Did they think this would be a franchise? And 100% that's the case. Um, but now Will gets to wear the really bad suit coat. And that shows <laughs> yeah. that he's the sheriff. Nottingham. And he used to be a good guy. Now he's a bad guy. And he's a bad guy who's half of his face has been burnt off. That doesn't sound played by familiar. Aaron Eckhart. And he's played by Aaron. So Jamie Doran, Dornan? Yes. Uh, I actually really like him as an he's, actor. He's and like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yes, and he was in uh, what, what was the the Netflix thing he did with Gillian Anderson? Was it um, the Fall, where oh, he plays a, a serial killer? Okay, he's oh, in. Yeah. He's the hot guy in Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Oh well, he's really good in the Fall, and actually, I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the ending credits are really awful. It feels like, uh, like um, Dick Tracy credits, kind of like yeah, or that Dick Tracy credits or a Marvel opening credits, right? The kind I think of they're yeah. supposed to be like uh, outlaw, uh, like you're seeing all their outlaw posts. I don't know. It was just oh, like Zorro or something. I want you to kind of go back. I know you're done summing up. This but, movie makes me so angry. But I, I thought the <laughs> craziest part of the movie. Um, it was, I appreciate big swings and I appreciate divergence from the quote source material, even though the story of Robin Hood has been changed over thousands of years <laughs> or at least hundreds <laughs> of years. And, and also in the last 100 years changed a lot as we've experienced here, but the whole Maid Marian, cause Robin Hood comes back from the crusades after being drafted. I love the, the draft, he gets form draft notice. The he dra- gets a draft notice. notice. Yeah, like you know, where they kind of they have the form letter, like with <laughs> it's, it's written in different ink in where it says his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in your name here. Yeah, <laughs> but he comes back after four years. The sheriff says that he's dead. Uh, you know, for for reasons. I guess the sheriff has no reason to say he's alive. So I guess that's fine. Uh, but Maid Marion goes ahead and marries Will Scarlet. And I don't know what, like, because they they try to make Will Scarlet a bad guy because Maid Marian finds, okay, oh, you didn't mention this part. This is kind of interesting, kind of, kind of, uh, where the sheriff and the church, they're taxing the people so heavily because they're actually going to send that money to the Arabs on the opposing force. Yeah, Yeah, well, apparently they've been financing the Crusades, Crusades, both sides. 
yeah. So okay, so they're 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 financing both sides, you know, so that they can continue taxing, I guess. But they also they also need to use all the tax money to keep well, financing. They, they do say they say the whole point is so that so they're taxing, they're creating this crusade to keep to take over from the king. Like they do mention that, like you see, oh, okay. Robin's eyes get all big. Like see, I mean, because they kind of do get. I mean, that's another like present day thing, you know, the whole idea that, you know, businesses want war in certain cases, you know, because of funding and money swirling around yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, Will Scarlet is like, OK, you found this information. I'm going to bring this to the sheriff. I'm going to do this. And she's like, no, you can't do this because I want to give it to Robin Hood. And he's the only inclination we have that Will Scarlet is a bad guy is is when he says he, he doesn't say. No, I need justice to be done. He's like, I've got a political career to think about. <laughs> and and the, like, that's kind of what makes him a bad guy because, you know, he's just this poor guy who wants to be mayor or something. He wants like a seat at the house. Yeah. And, well, and, and so that just kind of goes off the rails too much for Will Scarlet. Yeah, he, so he tries – so Will tries to, to um – champion the little people but through politics right and there's the moment at the end where robin hood shows up and he takes off his mask and he's like it's actually me robin hood <laughs> but, but but will scarlet's like i have opposed everything you've you've done and, and robin hood says i respect uh what you have done for these people they need you now join me and then at that moment will scarlet's like okay yeah but and, then but it's robin hood and marion who you know i mean will scarlet like he turns he he further turns bad. He really joins the dark side. Yeah. When after his sacrifice of his face, he looks up and he, and he sees Robin. <laughs> he now has hit. two faces. That yeah, guy. yeah. Well, now Robin and Marion are making out right in front of him. You know, it hurts. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I, so um, I have a couple questions okay. at one point. Uh, the sheriff of Nottingham speaking Robin Hood says he's going to drown him in a cage. And I don't know what that means. I guess if you're dunking the cage in water, yeah, I, I just don't know how a cage how inherently they, involves drowning. Oh yeah. No, it's, that's, it's a, that's how they would yeah. drown witches. They would like build a in cage, a, and throw them in a cage. Them okay. And, yeah. And, and animals and river. stuff like that. All yeah. right. Yeah. There's a scene with Friar Tuck. I don't understand this at all, where Robin Hood says to Friar Tuck, do you trust me? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. And then he pulls him into that room and he totally rats out Friar Tuck and they almost kill him. And He, he and needed a reason to go in. Like, so so it, it was a reason to get in the room? Okay, yeah, he, that he makes more sense. To be, he was supposed to be in the room and he's trying to gain their trust. And so like, what better way to do it than to tell a, a truth? Because he did know that they stole the keys yeah. right like he he knew okay. he was going to be right as much as i hated that movie i get why he did what he did there but okay so um, later yeah. on he told friar tuck he's like that's the only way i could get you out of there and but that was kind of a lie because he friar tuck could have gotten out of there simply by not being dragged into the room yes but to, to, to your point i understand yeah. what he had to do but he sort of lied to friar tuck about it also friar tuck is supposed to be the comedic Relief in this movie, I guess. Not funny. Least Not funny, funny. Fire Tuck. Yeah. Least funny for Tuck. I liked him. I was like one of the only things I thought was redeeming about it. I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> so I think the problem for me, for all modern Robin Hoods after the animated film, and what I think the Adventures of Robin Hood does so well is that 
none of these modern versions are fun, not even remotely fun. And I think Robin Hood, even if it is tackling serious social issues, I think it's like a, an adventure, right? It's, it's the adventures of Robin Hood. stunts, but it doesn't have the Errol Flynn smirk and smile and light. Yeah, he needs like it's some like, charisma. It be like, fun. Why yeah. else Let's would he get away more. with what he's... Right. Like, why else is he going to get away with what he gets away with unless he's got some, like, charisma or, like, there's got to be something But it's, it's bad charisma in this case because another thing you didn't mention, Roy, is that 90% of this movie is Robin Hood pretending to be, like, elite and... <laughs> and Ian was he's pretending to be Br- Shmoose Wayne. <laughs> he's like, he's like, because he's cuddling, he's pretending to cuddle up with the sheriff of Nottingham and the rich people yeah. of the church to figure out where the money's going, you know. And so it's yeah. like this big hole. It's like, I don't want to be one of them, those rich people. But it's like, so we're forced to kind of watch his phony, rich yeah. charisma. Also, I swear at one point when he's learning how to use the new bow, I think. That John says you're used to a rich person's bow, but this is a street bow, and I swear he uses the word street bow, but he probably <laughs> doesn't. Oh man! But um, this is a bow designed for firing down straight streets. <laughs> oh, I kind of want to watch the Russell Crowe version now, just so I can definitively know which is worse, because I've heard that's really bad. But... The Russell Crowe version is not nearly as bad as this, but it might be. I I don't know duller than this, or it might be fewer things to talk about. Here's the thing I know about the Russell Crowe version. I have seen it and I can't remember it very well, but uh, apparently it was the, the script that everybody wanted. It was like a $2 million script, which is this huge amount. And everybody wanted to direct this. And the script was from the point of view of the sheriff of Nottingham. And he was kind of a good guy, but the plot of the movie is like, there's this terrorist Robin hood and he doesn't know who it is. And so you never really see Robin Hood. And it's it's like switches points of view. And Sheriff is kind of a good guy trying to find this outlaw that he can't find. And it was like a twist on the whole genre. And everyone's like, oh, what a what a clever take on the story. And then when they gave it to Ridley Scott to direct it, he's like, no one wants to watch this. Let's just make another Robin Hood movie. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I was looking at the trailer and it looks like uh, Robin Hood meets Gladiator. oh man all right Uh, that's all i have to say about that film uh i think we answered my questions my first question is what is even mind in the minds (laughs) (laughs) here's my next question i I only have one i don't think it's just it's it's just just a video game cut scene like it's just it's just just minds underneath nottingham and that randomly explode (laughs) <laughs> it, doesn't, it, it doesn't show them pull anything out of the mines. It's just like, no, that's where poor people live. Yeah. <laughs> poor, <laughs> they're mining filth. Maybe they're, <laughs> it's like in Holy Grail, you know, and they're like, oh, it's a mud over here. <laughs> yeah. Dennis, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, my other question is um, how does the arrow that shoots Robin Hood in the heart give him extra powers? <laughs> was it radioactive <laughs> I, I think so it, it, it was there, in the mines I don't know yeah it, it had been dipped in radioactive hood <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Marion's accent was so faint at the beginning that later when we see uh, Will and she's with Will I was like wait is she Irish she's suddenly Irish and then I looked it up and she's I was like no she actually Irish. is Irish she always because. was Irish. I just didn't hear the accent. <laughs> um, well, okay. You know how Irish she is, right? 
The no. actress? The actress, Eve Hewson. She's the Irishest of all Irish people because whose daughter is she? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Bono of U2. She's Bono's Seriously? daughter, what? Eve Hewson. Yes. What? Wow. Yes. Oh. Wow. So very, very Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's in she's in a great show called uh Bad Sisters. Katie and I watch Bad Sisters and she's in that show. I saw that. Apple. I was I've been and I've been meaning to check that out. Pretty great. It's pretty great. She's good in it. All right. Well, all right. Um, well. I have a, I have a couple questions. One is uh wh- what's Jamie Foxx's accent supposed to be that he tries for like 30 seconds and then drops the rest <laughs> of the movie? Did anyone else <laughs> Jamie he only Fox has is it from long America, enough. from what I understand. I know, but he, like he only has the accent long enough to have the awkward like "What's your name?" conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, it, he he passes as as British through the the entire movie. Yeah, so I, I it reminds yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It reminded me of the Prince of Thieves, where Kevin Costner tried British for like the first minute of the movie, and then was like, "Nope, never mind, nope." Oh, that's, it. that's my other question, Marie. Are you still yeah. happy we didn't pick Prince of Thieves? No. <laughs> it's like, I watched this and I was like, I take it back. Turns out there's worse. I had no idea. <laughs> Prince of Thieves could I have been pretty fun. Yeah. I think I Prince of Thieves is fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. No, there would have been a lot to talk about. I don't remember this movie coming out at all. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, and I know my life gets pretty hectic. Like, two sets of twins and they're all boys. Like it's nuts here, but, and there are years that I really don't remember very well, but like, I don't know. I don't remember trailers for this at all. I don't know. I got nothing, but um, I, I, I did have another question. What, like, what are the explosives in the arrows? Because they're breaking stone. They're like blowing <laughs> things up. Right. So um, it's and then, not the arrow; it's it's the shotgun it's the mechanism heart. in the street bow. That's like yeah, it's how hard he's shooting them. <laughs> it's because it has it has brass knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> brass knuckle power, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, I did write like what time period? I am so confused. I don't understand where I am. <laughs> like I was <laughs> so um, and then oh, here's the, here's a big one. So. uh, how many Moors, right? He's supposed to be Moorish. And, or maybe I'm thinking of Prince of Thieves because that was their answer for Morgan Freeman is that he's a Moor, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there's a scene when they're like doing the whole big, um, he's trying to, what was it? He was trying to be noticed, right? And then his getaway driver is uh, Little John, right? But he's trying to like sneak away. But every time you see him, he's with Little John. But Little John's also with Robin of Loxley. I'm like, how many other black men are in this town that apparently has no <laughs> black men that they can't put together? Gee whiz. It's like, it's like Superman and the glasses, right? Like Little John is his glasses that now nobody knows who is Robin Hood, right? Like it does. <laughs> there probably should have been more black men cast because i did i did think about that like uh like especially like during the party scene um and it's uh you know and i don't i haven't decided if i like this or dislike this because there are all sorts of like there were asians in the party scene um right so like if you're trying to be diverse but like there were no i i didn't see any other black men in the movie so they may as well have had a lot of black men in the party scenes to to make it sense that you know, 
that but no one should I recognize don't think, Amy Fox. Yeah. So they did mention that they were trying to address, and and this is what I think. So I think you see this in a lot of movies that really flop when mm-hmm. they are trying to just address every ill and and societal problem, right? So they talk, they're like, well, yeah, we're like, we're talking about um, wealth, you know, the the 1%, we're talking about, um, you know, the injustice, we're talking about problems in the church, we're talking about abuses of power, we're talking about xenophobia, right? So I don't think they had, I think it was a purposeful decision not to have a lot of black people because that way they could have the sheriff of Nottingham, you know, actually, I think he directly quoted from, um, you know, a politician speech when he's doing that whole, they hate us for our freedom thing. So I think that was a deliberate move, but then, then, then little John should be disguising himself too. Like he's out in the open as the getaway driver. And all I can think is like, if I were living there, I'd be like, Oh, I, Oh, that's Robin of Loxley. That's who's behind (laughs) all of this. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the sheriff, I think he quoted George W. Bush saying, um, they hate yeah. us for our freedom. And then in the meantime, Marion actually quotes Ronald Reagan when she says, if not you, who, if not now, when? Yeah. When. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, this movie was a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, I, it <laughs> figures is- to uh, feature heavily in our awards. But before we get to our awards. Oh, oh, one more question. John? Yeah, sorry. Uh, have swords been invented yet? No. Nope. Because oh, <laughs> not a single person has a sword in this movie. Yes. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for answering that question. Okay, sorry. Do we have? Um. Uh. Are you saying we need commercial to- break? Commercial break. Okay. Hey, everybody. Go to yoursmindtheirs. Dot blogspot. Dot com. I'll start with that one. Um. And that's where you can download all of our MP3s to all of our past podcasts. All of one. All of them. Eight of them. Uh. Just directly MP3. Listen on your desktop or other implements. I don't know what you what you do. Uh, go ahead and send us an email at yoursmindtheirspodcast at gmail.com. We will definitely read that email. Uh, go ahead and sign up on Apple Podcasts and also Stitcher. And also, what's the big one? Oh, yeah, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was high ratings there. Those are the most important places. And just a reminder that the highest listened to episode gets an award at the end of the year. So yeah. tell your friends all about this one. Uh, tell them to listen on Spotify if possible, but also download the MP3 and then you will get the, the mug or whatever. Probably not a mug. Probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, 801-896- Eight four eight three eight. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the number. Fine, I'll look it up. Fine. Uh, give us. No, wait. Is there anything else I have to say? Is that all the stuff that I usually say? I what think else? that's all the no, stuff. Fa- well, Facebook. Go to Facebook. Go to Facebook and vote in the polls and watch Roy take notes and also become friends with us. That's the best way you can, you know, uh, influence our direct lives by telling us what to watch. I.e., telling us to watch three or six Robin Hood movies. So, uh, okay, so let's see. The number that you should call and leave a voicemail at is 801-896-4542. How can I forget that? 
801-896-4542. There are no ones or zeros in the second part of it. It's just 801-896-4542. You remember um, it's 1945 and then 1942, the first full year that we were in World War One, and then the or World War Two, and then the preceded by the final year of World War Two. So it's 45-42. Yeah, how, there you go. Yeah, that's Look how, how you, easy that is to remember. Yeah, not 1941. <laughs> No, uh, no, because that's yeah, that, that's we right. Weren't, out. We weren't. That's right out. That's not. That was the full year of the war. <laughs> Please, sir. But, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, that is commercial break. That's uh, that's uh, contact info. Yeah. Are you guys ready for some awards? It is shocking how many special awards we generated for this episode. <laughs> I know they kept coming, and I was like, ah. Well, not really. I mean, you you eventually just said, okay, how about every single character we go over? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, uh, we're going to go through these, like, we're going to go through these faster than Robin Hood, Taron Egerton can fire arrows from his bow. So, uh, now, I'm I hoping will say, you, yeah, the, the firing of the, the bows, they had a whole special, it's called speed shooting. It's a real oh, okay. thing. They didn't talk about like the swapping sides, but they did like the speed shooting apparently is a legitimate thing, I guess. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna have to change my movie rankings. Oh, so no, you won't. No, <laughs> no, I won't. I okay. No, don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, Marie, best title. <laughs> Robin Hood, but Disney. Oh, Marie, the Disney. Oh, Robin Disney. Hood, no. Disney's Robin. Okay, John, best title. <laughs> I went with the 2018 Robin Hood just because of the audacity of it all. The audacity to the audacity like, of the title. Yeah, yeah this is See, this and is the I, Robin Hood. I you didn't. know, yeah. See, I didn't because I felt like it was misleading. It should have said something about like pre Robin Hood or making of Robin Hood. <laughs> right, right. Like Robin Hood Year One or something. Or the Hood. Robin Hood. I don't or the know. Hood. Robin yeah. Hood the prequel. Or, or the fact that there wasn't or sucks crap. There, there was a Robin Hood eight <laughs> years prior with the exact same name as Robin Hood, and the exact same name as Disney's Robin Hood, and another movie that came out in 1991 called Robin Hood. The audacity of making a Robin Hood so different <laughs> and then not changing the name. I respect that. They changed everything okay. else. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm going to go with the one that's an adventure. I guess the Adventures of Robin Hood. Because it's different than the other two. So, all right, best movie poster. Which poster is best, John? Uh, well, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Because mostly for Errol Flynn and the biggest grin ever. It's a big grin. It's yeah. a really big grin. What do you think, Marie? I agree. I just love the, like, it's like, it looks timeless. It flows. I actually, yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to hat trick that one. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we do, John and I do these completely different order. We're going to get right into the taglines. Marie, what was your favorite real tagline? And then let's do alternate taglines. Okay. So my real, the, the real one that I liked was the Disney one, the join the merriest menagerie in the world's best loved uh, legend, the way it really happened. Um, especially I like the word play with menagerie. Yeah, and then menagerie, yeah, yeah, menagerie. Um, and men. then and because so, it's all animals, yeah, right? <laughs> How clever. Okay. Um, and then here's my so my alternate for the the Errol Flynn 1938 is come get swept off your feet by the fastest talking, most bejeweled man of adventure and his matching posse. <laughs> um, 
1973 was These Animals Mean Business. And then um, <laughs> I should have said something like These Animals Mean Business, the business of thieving. But anyway, all right. Um, sorry, it just came to me. Uh, and then 2018, I wrote, I came up with Forget What You Know About Robin Hood. Otherwise, this movie is going to drive you bonkers. <laughs> forget what you know about Robin Hood and forget what you know about this movie. In fact, just walk on by. <laughs> All right, John, what do you got? Good. So this will be the podcast where at the end, John's like, and my favorite movie of the three was Robin Hood 2018. <laughs> I, you know, I'd really appreciate if you made comments like that after I actually have a chance. Okay. <laughs> All right, John, let's hear your taglines. Okay. Uh, okay. My favorite tagline of these is from the 2018, which is the legend, you know, the story you don't, because this is the real story. All right. Uh, my my the adventures of Robin Hood tagline is adventures include colon gloriously squeezing into those tights. <laughs> All right. My cartoon Robin Hood tagline is unlike the much inferior movie that comes 45 years later. This is a great bedtime story. <laughs> and my Taron Edgerton tagline is he's not only under the hood, he's also undercover. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's see. So, I, I for best tagline, I chose the the same one you did, Marie, from the the you know Disney's Robin Hood. Very good, very very good. Um, the Adventures of Robin Hood, the merriest banged out men that ever lived. Um, <laughs> Disney's Robin Hood. He's an archery tournament animal. Um, and Robin Hood 2018. The legend begins. We're sorry. So. <laughs> All right, best opening credits, John. Opening well, I mean the nineteen seventy three cartoon Robin Hood, where they're all introduced through song and through running across the screen. I mean, come on, they get their portrait intros. I love it. Yeah. And in case you don't know what animal they are, it's a yeah. snake. Like, it's a I snake. like that. It's like a, a lion, a snake. <laughs> and but then I didn't realize foxes, like female foxes, are called vixens. And I was like, wait, vixens. what? Yeah, <laughs> a vixen. Yeah, that's not just I, a term created I, for porn. So no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, best opening credits. What do you think, Marie? I agree. I think is the the. But I, did you notice that all three movies start with like books and parchment paper? Oh, did they all? I think they that, all. I did. think you're right. Yeah. No, yeah. that's a good. They that's all a good do. Recurring theme. Yeah. Parchment. Oh, shoot. Credits. Dang it! I should have put that down. <laughs> the the book in, in the 2018. That's the. It just looks like a cheap journal they got at Hobby Lobby or something. <laughs> Stamped Robin Hood on it. All right, let's see. So where are we? We are... Oh, I had an honorable mention. No, okay, it's different. Okay, uh, John, do you already do opening credits? Oh, yeah, Robin Hood. Yes. Okay, I'm so... Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just need a haircut is what the problem is. So best titular line? John, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Surprisingly, interesting. It, it's kind of crazy. Once again, amazingly, the words Robin Hood are never uttered by any of the characters in this. So I'll just have to make one. Okay, fine. They was like lots. Okay, uh, okay. I, I can't remember. It, it's either Peter Houston, Peter Houston, or Terry Terry Thomas uh, from the cartoon, who kind of like says Robin Hood with a question, like Robin Hood, Robin Hood, <laughs> like that. Kind of. So I'm picking that one. That's yours. All right, Marie, what do you got? Um, honorable mention to the 2018 that implies that uh, Friar Tuck gave him the nickname of the hood 
Um, mm. But my titular line is from the song Oodalali, where it's Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest. Mm. I like, yeah. well, I love that whole song, but yeah. So my honorable yeah. mention is from 2018, where the bad guy says, who are you? And he says, I'm Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give the real one to Goodbye, Mr. Robin Hood. Come again at my birthday party. Oh, that's so is sweet. that Toby? <laughs> that's little Toby. No, that's the baby. Isn't that the baby? It's it's the oh, baby it? rabbit, oh, right? The baby, the baby rabbit. rabbit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. Technology. This is this is gonna get exciting. Marie, what do you got for best technology? Um okay, so uh honorable mention to Disney's Robin Hood money bag conveyor belt. Um, I was like, I love the money bag conveyor belt. (laughs) My husband was annoyed that it was so evenly spaced. (laughs) (laughs) So evenly spaced what's going on. Um, But I actually gave it to the shoulder Gatling gun arrow gun in 2018 Robin hood. Right. That you see in Syria. I, I kind of hated that so bad. Yeah. But you're counting. Did you catch they were counting? Like it's like a Glock. Like how many shots? (laughs) <laughs> chamber's empty right, right? I, I they were kinda... they were like counting it down and then he like does the whole yeah like okay you can run he's having to so reload if, that, if they're that familiar with like gatling um crossbows why don't they have them <laughs> yeah right? no, if, if they know how many like bolts fit in a chamber then maybe they, anyway whatever those, okay those would be nice to have but those were kind of i don't know I thought they were kind of cool. I'm like, this is pretty ridiculous, but kind of cool in a video gamey kind of way. Like it had these, yeah. like, you know, it's like lock and load kind of stuff. <laughs> it's definitely ridiculous. John, what's your tech? Okay, my technology is the uh, like the SWAT team shields that were the the shield squeegees <laughs> that push the fire aside. They like <laughs> push the fire aside. They squeegee the fire oh, out of yeah, the way so, really so the sheriff cool. can walk through the fire. Just like it looked cool. Yeah, he looked like a battery walking through there. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to give honorable mention to flying snake technology. That's good. Which that's pretty freaky. Once uh, once snakes (laughs) figure out how to fly, we're in big trouble. Um, But I'm going to give it to from the Adventures of Robin Hood when he cuts the rope on the portcullis and uses it as an elevator to to fly to the top of the wall. Always great. (laughs) Yeah, always good. And then he drops. Over the other side, and I swear, whoever that stunt man is broke his leg because that was like a twenty foot drop. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> like, you will, we'll pay for the hospital bill. We got to get this shot. Just fall already. So anyway, okay. <laughs> um, your favorite name, Jonathan. Uh, Dick on. Okay. <laughs> what, what about you, Marie? Not, I I just thought it was a weird name. Much from uh, the oh, Adventures much. of Robin Hood. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> The first of the Merry Men to join Will and Robin uh, Hood. So, not a character, but Basil Rathbone, the actor. Oh, That's a pretty a name. incredible name. Basil Rathbone. I love yep. that name. Well, and you've got like Olivia de Havilland. Like, yeah. like I love these that names name are too. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marie, your favorite food? Oh, it's, well, it's because when I saw it, I started drilling um, the pit, uh, the pig on the, the spit. <laughs> I love, Ooh. like, I love, a, I, in Australia, one of the, um, I served a mission in Australia, and we had a guy who did a 24-hour pig roast. I, I had a couple of those, and yeah, like, it's the best meat <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> oh, that's good. John, what about you? Favorite food? Uh, is, it, is it filth? Mine filth? Mine filth, yes. <laughs> no, but but no, my, my actual one is 
uh, in Adventures of Robin Hood, Friar Tuck's mutton joint. Oh. I almost picked that. <laughs> so, I think I'm pretty similar. I chose leg of mutton that he steals from the Prince John party. And it seems like he's always stealing a leg of mutton from someone. But, Poor uh, lambs. It's a rough yeah. life if you're a lamb there. When, when he had it, I was like, that's the biggest turkey wing I've ever seen. But it's a giant <laughs> leg of mutton. All right. Favorite outfit. There are so many to choose from. But uh, John, go ahead. What's your favorite outfit? I'm picking Marion's various hajibs. Okay. <laughs> Which one? Oh no, in Adventures, Olivia de Havilland's um, hot jeeps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so honorable mention to Will Scarlet. Uh, my son was like, "You have to give Will Scarlet an honorable mention on this one, since he's the only one whose name matches his clothes." <laughs> oh, but, so um, perfect. But I agree. Um, I I absolutely loved. Uh, yeah, Olivia de Havilland's clothes as Maid Marian. And especially, especially, I don't know why, but her outfit of the archery um, contest. It's, my, it's the favorite one the, with the vertical stripes, the, like the oh many, gosh. many colored vertical stripes. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's so pretty. And then the, the, like the, just that really like soft blue veil they've got framing her face. I just was like, you just, she looks angelic. Yeah. Oh, that's it. So I have a couple of honorable mentions, though. Uh, the iconic green tights, uh, but I'm also going to honorable mention in the cartoon Little John's pink getup at the it, with, that he's disguised in, uh. and he's got the pump, <laughs> he's got the pumpkin pie haircut wig. <laughs> so, all right. Well, who's the alien? Okay, uh, Marie, is there an alien in this movie? Um. The, so I, I I followed the way I did it last time. F. Murray Abraham. Played the Cardinal in Cardinal. Yeah. 2018. It's Robin Hood. And he also played, and I'm going to say it wrong, Ruafo in Star Trek Insurrection. Good job. Ooh, oh, you wow, did it again. Way to go. Way to yeah, go. Yeah, he is, uh, you know, I always think of him as, first of all, Salieri, but then the guy in Star I Trek know. Insurrection. Except yeah. I didn't recognize that. I was like, wait, he was Salieri? He's like an actor that I was looking through his, his stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, wait, that's the same guy. Like, I just didn't put it all together he's also in season so. two of white lotus oh well there you Which go i'm watching he, now it's he's good. in a ton of stuff yeah yeah all right john who's your alien uh everyone at the noble orgy party they're all just <laughs> they, they just walked right, in off the alien runway yeah mm. so it's I don't weird know. Yeah. i'm picking his because he doesn't show up in any of the other movies and he's the only snake Although it's weird because he actually, so they're, they're in England and the actor who plays Hiss is very British. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so I made a bad choice, but it's Hiss. Um, <laughs> so John, your favorite special effects. Uh, I'm putting horse trampolines. <laughs> the, the merry men, the, they, there is a <laughs> sequence where merry men, like the cameras low to the ground and the merry men run and obviously jump on trampolines onto the backs of horses. <laughs> <laughs> when they're taking oh, over the, the uh, guy Gisborne's group. Yeah. You yeah. About that sequence? Yeah. The raid. Do you yeah. love that? Everyone just, they, they, all of guy Gisborne's guys just sit and wait. Like they're waiting on the horses. Like now take me down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Marie, what's your favorite special effect? Uh, you're not going to like it, but I went with Robin Hood's slow motion 2018 speed camera scene because um, I'm a bit of a sucker. Oh, shoot. I was going to do this different. I was going to try when and straight face. In the air. 
just like the the super slow mo shooting arrows, and he's like, <laughs> you know, there anyway. is a lot of slow motion in that film. Yeah, there's. But, um, oh gosh, I, was, I, I have to mention this because Katie mentioned something that um, it, she she doesn't like this, and I don't like this either. Um, and we talked about it. The it it's what we call auto tuning of the speed. Um, where Taron Edgerton is like going super fast and then it slows down while he turns around and then it goes medium speed and then it goes fast again when he lands. And so you're not a fan of the slow-mo guys. It's, I don't really love that. So much. No, no. It, Cause the thing is they did it really, really well in the ma- It's like a, a relic of the matrix matrix yeah. all the time where he's like, you know, the bullets are spinning and he's going in slow motion and then it goes really fast. And then, yeah, and and they do it a lot in martial arts stuff, and it's just it's just uh, it's just. So an did you not like it? Do. Did you did you um like not like it in the second uh, Guy Ritchie Sherlock film when they're running I through the forest? Really, I don't remember that movie very well, but I remember really disliking <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so well, that then I that answers that. <laughs> yeah, I right. meant to. I was going to actually try and, and play off that my my favorite special effects was um in disney's robin hood when he shoots the arrow and he hits the other arrow and i was gonna say like i don't know that's how an, he managed that's an to incredible practical it. effect yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's anyway. just multiple takes so know, right how many times <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite special effect is a is a pretty simple practical one but i just love the shadow sword fighting Oh yeah! Uh, Isn't that, that so beautifully great. shot? That's, that's a good effect. Yeah, that's good. Well, I, okay. I just realized, you know what? Like, I do want to change mine to the, just the entire um, 1973 movie, just the entire movie, because right? like what they did is they <laughs> drew the whole movie. Well, holy cow! Are you wow! Yeah, man. No, but hold okay. on. To go back to the shadow scene, like to think about what it would have taken to get to time that shot right is impressive because. That is a tracking shot. And in 1938, you're not having the special effects and like, you know, they're cutting like anything they're doing, you would notice a cut. So that was a a single shot when they're coming down the stairs and then they come around and you see them like doing the shadow in the wall and then they come out into the scene. I just was like, man, that had to have been a lot of rehearsal and probably a lot of takes to get it right. It's cool. Well, the, the amazing thing about the adventures of Robin Hood that don't don't fact check this, but the entire movie was just one take. That's holds <laughs> a record. It's yeah. astonishing. <laughs> okay, yeah. considering right. the, the the reels, they had to rewind like in camera, like the. the reel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Marie, what's your favorite location for all these movies? And don't pick the mines because that's what we're all going to pick. But let's just get that out of the way. It's not the filthy Hold mines. <laughs> um, actually, I put Nottingham Central. Because it's preposterous. Like, okay. Just, the 2018. It, it just, 19, yeah. 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 Well, and, and then it, it didn't help when I watched the special, like the extras and the guy was like, I wanted, the guy who did the production ticked me off. He said, I wanted, and so why did I pick this? But I, I don't know. Anyway, um, he wanted people to look at that city and, and. He's like, I have Asian inspired uh, like influence in there, and I have German influence, and I have like, and he's naming all these different cultures. He's like, and I wanted everyone to watch it and connect. And I was like, I watched it and I hated it. Like I hated what you guys did. But well, I'm glad um, you picked it for your favorite. But it was the location. cleanest. <laughs> okay. It was the cleanest. <laughs> That's why I said Nottingham Central, not the uh, mines. 
John, what's your favorite location? I, I picked Nottingham Castle from 2018 because it looked like the cover <laughs> of like Ender's Game or something. It's like, is this a castle on another planet? It's huge. And it's got like I should have done the chapel. Electric panels. The stained glass in that chapel was incredible. It looks like spaceships mm. were going to land there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going with Sherwood Forest and Disney's Robin Hood. I mean, it, it's like a nonstop party. So if you want private time with your lady, it's not a great place. But if you want to have just a good time with all your friends and animals, then that that's where it's at. Disney's but Sherwood Forest. But the, there is the nearby cave with the fireflies. For the private time with your lady. Yeah, and that he has that firefly be her ring, right? And that firefly is stuck there for the rest of his life. Mm. Yeah, all right. I give that marriage just a few months then. (laughs) (laughs) You don't live that long. (laughs) All right, John, what's your favorite song? Uh, Okay, well, the love song in the middle of Robin Hood, yeah. All right, Marie, what's your favorite song? Oodalali. I love Oodalali. Oodalali's good. So I love when the sheriff... Of Nottingham is singing about himself. They call me a slob, but I do my job. Oh, that's a good song. I also love the hit single, A Pox on the Phony King of England. Everyone's singing it. Oh, oh. Um, that leads that leads to losing every single penny they own, right? I know. <laughs> I was going to. Okay, this is my official honorable mention. That song, but only as Sir Hiss sings it. Too late to be known as John the First. <laughs> well, so my pick though is the the somber jailhouse, not in Nottingham, Aww, where every town's so got sweet. its ups and downs. Sometimes the ups outnumber the downs, but not in Nottingham. So, okay, Roger right. Miller, Roger Miller wrote the song "Udalali," which I was like, "Oh, look!" Mm. Once again, a movie where the guy Oodalali. singing it was the guy who wrote it. Yeah, that's okay. Guest star. I'm going to start Olivia de Havilland because we definitely have never had her in a movie before. And she's in less movies than I thought, but she's great. So that's my pick. John, who you got? All right. Uh, I picked Eve Hewson, uh, who's made Marion in 2018. And this is where I plan to drop the bombshell on you two that she's Bono's daughter. Oh. So, <laughs> you can Whoa. edit it to make it sound like, whoa. <laughs> I'll do what I can. Okay. Okay. I, oh. I like. I checked and double checked and triple checked. I don't think you've ever had a movie with Jamie Foxx. I think you're right. So that's why I put right. right. Yeah, we didn't do. I know. I kept thinking Mm. I can't be right, but I I couldn't find. Yeah, we didn't do Ray. John hates Spider Man. Um, You haven't done Dream Girls. No, no. I don't think we've done Girls. No Django Unchained or any of that. No. Yeah. Yeah, No. Very good. I think that counts. Very good. Well done. All right, Marie. Do you have an external recurring character? There are a lot. Yeah. By the way, I I found two. So um, Carol Shelley voiced Lady Cluck, um, but she was also one of the voices of the Fates from Disney's Hercules. Oh wow! Wow! Congratulations, (laughs) ma'am! Wow! I cannot say. I think it's Lachesis. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Anyway, Hmm. um. And then the other one I got was Terry Thomas, who was Hiss the Snake, was yes, also that's, in that's its one of uh, Mad 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 World as Yeah, that's the one I picked. That was my pick. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't I don't have any others. <laughs> what do no, you you're got? fine. That was the one I picked. I because I, I love it's a mad 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 world. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. So um, I do have a couple honorable mentions, but go ahead, John. Uh, I'll go ahead and pick this might be one of your honorable mentions, but uh, Andy Devine, of course. From Iowa's Hog. He is in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. 
And oh, also, he's in that too. Yeah, and he's in Yellowstone, as you, as you mentioned, which we just recently watched. Wow. And he's got okay. that voice. Like, this. <laughs> I don't know, but I can find out. Isn't he like 15 <laughs> years old in Yellowstone or something? I don't yeah. <laughs> so none of you mentioned F. Murray Abraham, who obviously was in Amadeus. Oh, yeah. Good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, internal recurring character. So I, I think among the three movies, aside from Robin Hood, the only character that maybe goes through all three is Friar Tuck. Little John is in all three. Is Little John yeah. in all three? Yeah. Well, that's okay, what yeah, Jamie right. Foxx well, is supposed to be. If Jamie Foxx is supposed if to be Jamie, Little John, if then you yes. count it, yeah, that, that's yeah. what they try to do, and he fights with the John. staff a lot. So, and I, my honorable John's mention, I think, I think my honorable mention, which I won't mention, is um, is your award, Marie, for external, because <laughs> we've already ruined it. You're, so, do you want me to say mine? Go ahead. It's, it, the only one I could find, I, I was struggling, was uh, that in Disney's Robin Hood. You have Peter Mustanov, um, who played Prince John and King Richard. That's what I got. Yep. Yes. That's a very and good he's the best King Herod ever. Oh, King so. Herod. Man. Did you guys ever watch Zephyr- Zeffirelli's Jesus of Nazareth? He's King Herod. He's pretty Is pretty. he? Ki- okay, oh, yeah. nice. Does yeah. he only play kings? I think so. That's amazing. He's got that voice, man. What a career. <laughs> John, what's your internal? Uh, I put money bags. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah, the, those bags in uh, in Robin Hood 2018, they've got like dollar signs yeah. on them. Are they dollar um, signs? I think they are. No, it's the, it's the cross. It's, oh, okay. Oh, about, it's yeah. the cross and it's it's supposed to like, yeah. And by the way, it's like apparently the lightest money we've ever seen. Like I get they're <laughs> strong, but he like tossed it. And the other guy, like, Jamie Foxx is like, Deep. he like doesn't move at all. Like if that's a full <laughs> bag of money, you're not like, wee. <laughs> <laughs> well, money was hollow back then. So, just like the movie right. and plot. Just like the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Your favorite death, John. Which death just brought you so much delight? Okay. Just really quick. This isn't a death, but uh, kind of an honor. I just honorably want to mention that it should have been a death, but both Prince John and the Sheriff of Nottingham should have died when they were rammed through entire castle walls, like in castle towers, <laughs> just like, like a tower, just completely crushed by a tower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, the winner is uh, in the adventures of Robin hood. When there's just a guard minding his own business on a horse and he just gets shot in the chest from the side of the screen. And that happens a dozen <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you what about you, Marie? What's the best death? <laughs> um, I picked the Sheriff of Nottingham from 2018, partly because you have the whole conversation before where he says, Dear God, and then little John's like, God's not here, just me. And then he does this whole like, Don't you know who I am? Where he's like, I am the sheriff of Nottingham. And then they hang him and they like walk away with the biggest smiles on their face, like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was hanging behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And then Robin shoots a crossbow. Only time he uses one in there, he shoots it to kill, like to break the rope. And he's like, not anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I, from the Adventures of Robin Hood, I picked one of the guards that was impaled to death by the deer that Robin Hood was fighting <laughs> with. <laughs> All right. Uh, Marie, your favorite villain? Greed. Greed. Okay. Just, John, what do you I think? I just figure it's like through all of them. I yeah. put the love of money. The love yeah. of money. Okay. <laughs> so 
I'm going to honorable mention still defending the Crusades in, in movies that were made in the 20th century. Um, but uh, Cardinal Salieri, he, he, he seems like a pretty good bad guy. Pretty bad bad guy. Well, and, and in the 2018, there definitely is a big like church and organized religion is bad theme throughout yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. It, uh, I, I have one more honorable mention for villain. Sure. And uh, this this goes out to my girl Katie. Um, and my villains are Robin and Marion in the cartoon because they carved their names on a tree. <laughs> Dang them! <laughs> Which is not have you cool. Seen that, have you it's seen that cool. Studio C sketch where the, Matt Meese is the tree and people keep coming up and they like stapling lost dog signs <laughs> <laughs> and carving their names into? He's like, ow! <laughs> it's really All funny. Right. I'll All right. that one up. Well, John, now you have to declare your hero. Uh, I'm going to go with Much from uh, Adventures of Robin Hood. <laughs> totally kills Dick on, saves the day. Yeah, he does. Yes. What about you, Marie? I picked Skippy the Rabbit. Because Skippy the Ooh. Rabbit, the little guy, he's out there with Robin Hood shooting arrows right along with him at the end. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Robin Hood the Fox from from Disney Robin Hood because uh -huh. there's multiple times where he like goes the extra mile to to put his neck on the line to save other people. And so I'm I'm proud and of Robin Hood the day. Fox. Like yeah. and to make their day. Like I mean he's just so genuinely sweet. Yeah, and that made me think of the worst disguise award which I may or may not change. That's got to at least be an honorable mention. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Best movie goof. Marie, your favorite movie goof. Um, oh, Disney's Robin Hood. The dog's cast keeps changing legs. Oh, I, I, wow. It, it How does that happen if you're the, animating it? That's what I thought. Like, I was like, wait a minute. I, I had to have seen that wrong. And so, like, I kept going back. And I was like, nope, right leg, left leg, right leg, left leg. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the... I think in the dancing sequence, even when they're dancing in the forest in that. So most of the time it's like between scenes, right? So like in the first scene, it's on his right leg. And then like later you see him at the archery contest and it's clearly on his left leg. And then when he's, but in the dancing scene, it changes in the scene. <laughs> like <laughs> in one scene, he's got it on his right leg. And then later you see him dancing and it's, and I'm thinking it, they probably just flipped the, like they had drawn it and maybe flipped it. They flipped it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, all right, John, what's your goof? Okay, I already mentioned the the varying rabbit accents within the same family, but <laughs> instead, I'm I'm gonna go Even with dad. okay. It's kind of implied that like Marion and Will Scarlet they're married and th they're moving up socially, but it's implied that they're poor with the rest of them, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, but yet throughout the movie, Marion has over five hundred dollars worth of 2018 makeup on at all times. <laughs> smoky eye yeah she had it tattooed on it's, that's what they're mining is uh, smoky eye makeup <laughs> and she sucks it all away all yeah. right so there's a couple times where in the adventures of robin hood marion's dresses have visible zippers so oh okay. yeah <laughs> all right uh funniest moment john what's the funniest moment of these films okay. of these very funny I, films i already mentioned it but it's in it's in 2018 when in the middle of the uh, of the arrow of the bow and arrow training montage they start lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> and they're totally in sweats lifting weights. I'm like, "Oh wow, I was laughing." All right, Marie, what's your funniest moment? 
I have always loved the uh, fight scene after the archery contest um, that looks like it's like a football fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you have Lady Cleck who is like killing it. She like steals yeah. the whole scene. So. <laughs> so I went ahead and went with, uh, I just, I was laughing so hard and apparently I'm the only one who thinks this is really funny, but Robin Hood using a dead deer as a weapon. Um, <laughs> I thought that was just incredible. Um, all right. But so you guys have had your fun. What moment in these movies made you weep instantly, Marie? <laughs> okay, the saddest scene yeah. is that that is you, this one the key of D minor moment. Yeah, it has to be when Skippy loses his birthday present <laughs> to the Damn. sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, to the sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> I, I I was gonna say because that's definitely mine too. If I went first, I was gonna I was gonna say it is so sad. I have to laugh uproariously because it's so sad. <laughs> It's like you're a kid and it's your birthday and the sheriff of town comes in and takes your birthday present. (laughs) And then, oh, but Prince John wishes you a happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, man. He talks with his, they they animate his lower lip. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. So I went ahead and went with uh, all those animals in prison and some of them, I don't think the shackles are big enough for their wrists, but they stay there anyway. Because they're so defeated. <laughs> but anyway, and then like the little family is it left little family of like squirrels or raccoons or owls or something that are just like walking in a line. It's sad. All right, that's enough. What moment was just so shocking to you that you said audibly out loud, "What the heck, John?" All right. Well, it's the moment when Jamie Fox decides to smelt a metal hoof to his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked that's what I picked too. Yeah. I put bucket hand. Yeah. <laughs> but but and also oh, no. and I'm glad you brought up the the you know the the shackles in the cartoon because that was another big question that I forgot to ask, which is there are several times when when Jamie Foxx was handcuffed and it conveniently doesn't show it because it's just just his hoof is is cuffed. And he doesn't have a hand, and they just don't show how they do that because the cuff would just fall off its hoof. <laughs> All right. What about you, Marie? What was your what the heck moment? <laughs> my, my what the heck moment was um, in the 2018 Robin Hood when uh, little John's son gets decapitated. I was oh, like, yeah. uh, what? Like, uh, <laughs> ah. I yeah. was expecting, by the way, I, I thought they were going to pull some golden eye thing when they're like, who's behind all this money? I thought maybe it was little John's son. He's like, they didn't kill me. And I'm back. <laughs> and I'm back for vengeance against against the heathens who took over Palestine. Yeah. Oh man. All right, Marie, your favorite quote from any of these movies. Um my favorite quote is the why you speak of treason fluently. Like he's all flirty <laughs> too. He is. You want to know what else I mine. speak? Anyway. That was yours, John? That was my exact one. Yeah. Okay. Well, my honorable so mention. Good. Yeah. From Disney's Robin Hood is when Prince John is being kind of held hostage by Little John. And he says, Sheriff, release my buddy. (laughs) I think it's pretty good. But my favorite quote is from The Adventures of Robin Hood, where Prince John's talking to Mary. And he says, take a guy Gisborne, for instance. And she replies with, must I take him? (laughs) Go get him, girl. All right. Uh, What is the best scene from any of these films, John? All right. Well, probably the part where Taron Edgerton rescues Maid Marion from the cart. And the cart is moving really fast, and the screen is moving really fast behind them, and you can tell they were actually on the cart, like saving each other, and not like in a 
studio or anything. Okay, I am just kidding. That's not my favorite scene. Also, I did read in the trivia that Taron Egerton is deathly afraid of horses, so he wouldn't. Yes, that's true. Refused to ride a horse. Yeah, they couldn't have they couldn't have him in a scene with a horse at all. Like, yeah. Uh, Okay, no. the The best scene is the Friar Tuck breakout at the end of the cartoon. That's the best scene. Oh yeah, that's that's great. What about you, Marie? Okay, so it's a little girly, but I'll be honest. My favorite scene is in the 1938 when Errol Flynn like climbs up the only vine on the castle wall that leads to the only the girls' room. By the way, weird. Um, and uh, (laughs) and then they have that scene where he's like trying to get her to confess that she loves him, and then he has a you know she's like I don't love you, and she's shaking you know. And then he goes out and he says, this is rather unfriendly of you exposing me to my enemies like this. Now let me see. There's a fat old captain of the guard with bow legs. If I jump on him, they'll bend outwards. And then he's like, ah, an archer. No, no, no. He's too thin. I might miss him altogether. Oh, the very thing. Five men in arms talking in a group. That'd break my fall beautifully. Goodbye, my lady. And then she's like, no, 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 no. Wait. You know, but it leads to a sweet kiss. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, little girly of me, but enough. I really liked that scene. The flirting was cute. <laughs> So I went ahead and went with the archery tournament scene from Dizzy's Robin Hood. And I add not just the the tournament that then turns into the giant mess of a fight. Um, I I love that. All right. Best actor. Who just knocked your socks off? Marie. Errol Flynn. I was surprised. I really liked his performance. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. I can see why people like him. (laughs) John, what do you think? Taron Egerton then? Uh, Okay. I... (laughs) <laughs> Honorable mention to no, not Taron Edgerton. Sorry, um, his if he had better hair, then maybe. But uh, Olivia De Havilland, I think, is great. I think she's a standout from you know the '30s style of acting. Um, and I don't know. I guess her face does a lot of work. But I'm also going to go. <laughs> my winner is actually Melville Cooper, who is the sheriff in the Adventures of Robin Hood. When he's he says things like such impudence, my lord. No, <laughs> kind of like like uh, like tales of ribaldry. <laughs> like, he he talks like that constantly, so he's my favorite. Okay, I went with Claude Rains. I think he's great as Prince John. He's got lots of those moments where he's like Robin Hood. You know, I think I like him. I like him, right? I I just love Claude Rains in this film. So. Anyway, I'm glad we all picked someone from the Adventures of Robin Hood. Now, on to special awards. And I think we're going to do best and worst, and you just just knock out your best and worst at the same time. So let's start at the top with Robin Hood. Best and worst Robin Hoods. Um, John? Uh, the cartoon's the best. The Taron Edgerton is the worst. All right. What do you think, Marie? I have Errol Flynn as the best, but definitely agree on the worst. So, Marie, you and I agree on both best and worst. I, th- I think Errol Flynn, I mean, the fox is fine, but I mean, how many, he, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Errol Flynn actually has an acting performance in the foxes. He's got a cool tail. He's got a he nice does. tail, I guess. And, and if I hadn't seen the Errol Flynn, he would be winning all of this, but. Yeah. All right. Well, best. <laughs> best Marion, Marie. Um, Best Marion would be. Uh, it would be Olivia de Havilland. Very and good. Who's your worst? The worst would be Bono's daughter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So um, you and I have picked the same ones again. I, I'm going to call her Bono Marion from now on. So <laughs> Marion Bono is Bono the last name or is that the first name? I have no idea. Houston. Whatever. Uh, uh, 
All right, John, what, what about you? Call her mono? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you could. Uh, yeah, no, um, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Olivia de Havilland and, and, uh, and then Bono. Okay, John, your favorite and least favorite little John. Uh, yeah, well, the bear. You're going to want a bear. As your You're going to want a bear. Yeah, yeah. and... Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll pick Janie Fox as my least favorite, too. Yeah, very good. I, actually, those are my picks. Marie, what do you got? I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right, this one may get a little trickier. Best and worst sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, Marie. First. Uh, I put actually the 2018 is the best. I know it's probably like, yeah, but um, I thought actually, the worst really was like the 1938. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so do I. Well, because the 1938 one is just so like lame. <laughs> <laughs> he's so lame. Like he's just all talk. Like I would have gotten him, but like, yeah. yeah. It feels like the roles have were reversed in that film. Like that, like, like the sheriff of Nottingham and Guy Gisborne maybe were playing, yeah, the different roles from each other. But yeah, he's he's a pretty lame, but he does have those great lines, like John mentioned. But John, so my uh, I think I have worst sheriff of Nottingham is from the same one you picked. My favorite is uh, I like the big old giant rat who loves collecting taxes from Disney. But John, what are your sheriff of Nottingham picks? Yeah, oh well, I already said I like the Adventures of Robin Hood. <laughs> He's my favorite, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have to pick him. And I guess Bendelson is the worst. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, man, I t- I don't know because like I think he does a I think he's a good actor and he kind of has like the, him, he yeah. has the same character in almost every movie that he's done recently. It's the same character, but he, he, he does it well. Yeah, he he slid over. Uh, in fact, he's got even the same wardrobe as Rogue yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I was like, did they just say? Yeah. We we joked, my boys and I joked that like they were like, oh, guys, we spent too much money on a special effect. So we're going to need everyone to go to their closet and just pull out their coolest <laughs> costumes. <laughs> All right. All right. Fire Tucks. John, who are your Fire Tucks? Uh, where did I write that down? Okay. I'll take the cartoon as the best one. And. Uh, I didn't like the Adventures of Robin Hood one. I guess I'll give that guy who thought he was funny a break. Oh, oh well, good for you, because I, I didn't. But uh, go ahead. What do you think? Um, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to be controversial. I, I really thought that the uh, 2018 one was kind of funny. I liked his just self-deprecating humor. There are a lot of things I didn't like about his performance, but I like that. But um, I think my least favorite Friar, t- I liked them all. I don't know. Like, I just... Probably the Disney one, I guess, was my least favorite. Oh, no. Yeah, we're all over the place here. So my favorite is Andy Devine, who plays the Disney Friar Tuck. Um, and then my least favorite is uh, the 2018. Um, <laughs> we're flipped. You're probably right. Yeah. I'm probably wrong on that one. Okay. Well, now it's time for Oh, Merry Men. Who are your favorite <laughs> and least favorite bands of Merry Men, Marie? Uh, I think that there's only one answer to this. I think I'm going to be right. And so if you guys pick differently, <laughs> <laughs> um, the 1938 was the only one that I thought had like a quality group of merry men. The That's other two movies just kind of had townsfolk who came and kind of participated, but I didn't feel like there was the same merry men situation going there. Yeah. I think even so in the Disney one, you have Robin Hood and Prince John. And I don't really know if uh, Friar Tuck doesn't feel like he's part of the Merry Men. He's just someone no. in town. He's a town. John, what are your picks? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. 
Okay, well, obviously, 1938 is the winner. Um, I guess I can kind of justify, you know, because they all kind of have to participate with the jailbreak, and Friar Tuck and Alan Adale, they shoot Hiss down, you know, and they kind of team up for that. So I guess that kind of counts. But here's the thing. The 2018 is the worst, because even though there were a lot of townspeople, none of them were merry. No, they were a bunch of street <laughs> urchins. Yeah. They're a bunch of They're filthy mine urchins. Yeah. Miners. A bunch of miners. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my my picks are the same as yours then the the adventures of robin hood those are the best merry men ever on screen ever and then yeah the 2018 they're that's awful so okay best and worst haircut um <laughs> john what is your favorite and least favorite haircut okay this is this might be controversial but my favorite haircut is sir hiss if you notice <laughs> in the animation he has like a just a fine sheath of fur that's sometimes okay. animated, like around Sir Hiss. It's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, but then the worst haircut is Taron Edgerton. Just come on. Just the <laughs> the block of hair I don't like. That's pretty bad. Or right, what, what about you, Marie? All right. So best, it, it's got to go to Disney's um, King Richard because that guy had a mane. <laughs> 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 all right there's your dad joke for the day no but seriously like it was lovely um i actually gave the worst to errol flynn because i really kept feeling like i was looking at a 1920s flapper hairdo he's got that marseille <laughs> wave in his hair <laughs> he does it was like they're like uh and i did notice that actually at the very end did you know they kind of changed the way they're like it was almost brushed to look like it would be shorter it was still long, <laughs> but they kind of had like tweaked it so it looked a little more contemporary-ish. They permed the it up a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, John, what about you? Favorite and least favorite haircuts? Uh, I did mine. Hiss and Edgerton. Very good. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Well, my least favorite is Will Scarlet in the 2018 Robin Hood because he just got a, a, a buzz. It's just a bad buzz. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, which is better, bad. though, for when, when he's got like – blood face it shows up better on the yeah, side he, he should be he's will scarlet he should be, be flamboyant yeah okay scarlet my favorite his face gets burned right that's where he becomes <laughs> will scarlet yeah uh, that's it yeah i do love prince john's bangs in the adventures of robin hood but my favorite is going to go to little john in disney's robin hood when he wears the pumpkin pie wig oh that's so good <laughs> he's got that really awful haircut on the I wig almost but gave it's, it to- it's wonderful I almost gave it to like uh, Robin Hood and, and little John when they're in drag and they're wearing the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Marie favorite and least favorite disguise, the best and worst disguises. Oh, disguise. Hold on. Um, I'm on the wrong page. I think I have that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Um, best. Oh yes. So honorable mention for that is the, you know, dressed as old ladies, fortune tellers when they're in drag in uh, Disney's Robin hood. And, um, but my best is in Disney's Robin hood. I love, I love his costume at the archery contest for two reasons. One, I thought it was cool the way they made a Fox look like a crane. Like I kind of just went with it and yes, it's all drawing and they're talking and whatever. (laughs) But I also love that they are honestly paying homage to the 1938 Errol Flint, because if you put them side by side, like those costumes are very similar. Like mm. the coloring of them and everything. So I was like, I love that they've managed to like pay tribute to Errol Flynn. Yeah, th- there were some touches in the Disney cartoon that that felt very faithful to the Errol Flynn version. Yeah. 
It really yeah. did. Um, and then the worst, uh, <laughs> the worst is the mask in the 2018 that just falls off all the time. How'd you know who I was? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're walking around playing this. Your mask keeps falling off, buddy. <laughs> all right, John, what about you? Best and worst disguise? Worst disguise, the stork. I mean, how did that even, what? Just like well, paper mache giant beak just sticking, What? <laughs> This so I'm awesome. thinking that was my favorite because he pulls it off. <laughs> like it, right? apparently they believe it. He does such a good job. They believe it. <laughs> like I, I swear, one of the characters is like, "What is a stork anyway? We've never heard of a stork." <laughs> uh, well, you must be a stork since we don't know what that is. So. <laughs> um, okay, but the the best disguise is King Richard's goth cloak that he wears around undercover. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I agree with you. Yeah. 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 I agree with Marie for best disguise. I like the horn-billed archer. My least favorite disguise, the obvious one is the hood the hood mask, but I, I want to go with um, when Robin in the Disney cartoon plays the blind beggar because as it <laughs> turns out, he's the only fox in the entire <laughs> world, apparently. Right. So it doesn't matter if you're dressed like a beggar. There are no other foxes. <laughs> so it's you. Um, anyway, Marie, your favorite and least favorite Sherwood Forests. And one um, of those is allowed to be the Mines of Sherwood filth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have uh, Disney's is my favorite because it's yeah. lovely and it's a party and that's where you want to be. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. And it seems comfortable. Like, anyway, um, my wor- the worst is definitely 2018 because it doesn't exist. There is no Sherwood <laughs> Forest until the very end. And it's two trees. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm going to agree with you, Marie. Uh, John, what are your be- favorite and least favorite Sherwood Forest? Yeah, I agree. The 2018 Forest is 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 garbage. And but the cartoon Literally. forest, there there are some houses that are built completely under the roots of trees, which is really cool looking. I'm not sure if that really helps the tree, but it looks really cool. It's like a <laughs> Hobbit house. <laughs> All right. Okay. Best missing character, John. This was your award. Why don't you lead off? What's the best missing character? Okay. Um, the other, well, I think, I think, uh, the cartoon and the 2018 version, they needed the long chomp. Oh, uh, how do we have a, how do we have a guest? John, you're gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> oh, it's Katie. Oh, hi, Katie. Oh, 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 good. You're here. Okay. okay. Hold on. I think Katie, go ahead and speak. Um, speaking. Yep. Okay. You're recording now. Okay. Yeah, I had to hit here. the last button, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Good. Uh, what were we on, John? Your best missing character? Did you already do that? Uh, no, I I said all the they all need um, Longchamp, and I think they also uh, the other two the live action needs an Alan Adale. Like, let's get some merriment oh, yeah. into this. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and then the worst uh, character is I don't know. Guy of Gisborne is just I don't know. He's not needed. <laughs> Oh, I didn't do a worst. So like the, the character that we can that we need the least. Okay, all oh, right. I, I I didn't have to do the worst. I just assumed because we did the worst of all the others. Okay, so all right, uh, Marie, who's your favorite missing character that would have made the other movies better? I really am sad there was no Prince John in the 2018 or Merry Men. I, I feel oh, like yeah. it wasn't Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, how can you not so. have Prince John? Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Cluck. Because I think the other movies, especially the 2018 version, think how awesome that would have been if there had been a buxom chicken running around helping Marion out. <laughs> would have helped. Would have helped. But I think best best is Cluck in the 38, right? She's just the skinniest Cluck you've ever seen. 
<laughs> I think you're right. Okay. Now it's time for the battle royale. Three Robin Hoods in the ring. Who comes out? Uh, Marie, what do you think? I think you're going to hate this. I think 2018 because Don't he's walking that. around with machine gun arrows and speed shooting and I don't think even Disney's Robin Hood, because his arrows fly amazing, but they go, they fly like, woo, woo. Meanwhile, he's dead <laughs> because 2018 just killed him. In the air. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you may have a point. He's really good at speed shooting. John, what do you think? Yeah, no, Taron Edgerton wins. I think, you know, he's the gloomiest of all Robin Hoods ever. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're in the ring, he knows how to fight with a bow at like from two inches away too. It's got brass knuckles on it. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. Okay, I'm gonna. You're all. You're both right. But I'm gonna choose Disney's Robin Hood because he's foxy, and I think he can get out of situations. He's a good climber. He his his main move might he might not be his special move might not be throwing people, um, but I, he probably can get in some good chair strikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but if yeah, they put so. him in a cage fight. He's just going to be stuck, even though he could crawl right through. Even though he could get out. (laughs) All right. It's time to rank these movies. I will let you know before we do so that the average Rotten Tomatoes is 57%. And that is because Robin Hood 2018 drags us down with a 15. Disney's Robin (laughs) Hood, only 55%. That kind of shocks me. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. The Adventures of Robin Hood with 50 reviews, 100% fresh. Right. It, so good for them. Uh, it's good. it's got some technicolor oomph to it. It's got yeah, lots of technicolor I, oomph. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Marie, this is how this works. You start with your third, and then we'll come up to me and we'll wrap back around. My third is definitely the 2018 Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I know. No well, one saw that coming. We are going to have some controversy here. I can tell. Okay, John, <laughs> what's your third favorite? I mean, I'd be amazed if it if this pans out any other way, but yeah, we'll, we'll go 2018 on this. Okay. Yeah. 2018. So this is where, um, I had, I had my top two, uh, I didn't, I had, I didn't choose until a minute ago because hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but my number two is Disney's Robin hood. Wow. Really? Okay. Uh, I'll just quickly say, um, the the Errol Flynn one didn't disappoint. It was better than I thought it would be, and I thought it would be pretty good. Uh, but the Disney Robin Hood was better than I remembered. Um, I'm going to go with the Adventures of Robin Hood for my number two. All right, all right. Let us know where where it's at, Marie. I'm, I'm I'm with John on this. I would I I really enjoyed the Errol Flynn, but it's still number two. I'd put Disney as my number one. All right. Well, so then that that's so I'm the differing person, I guess. Roy, I have, you're really going to mess up that yeah. perfect poll. I know. <laughs> so the Adventures of Robin Hood. I man, I loved it. I loved it so much. And and I always kind of feel like I mean, Disney's Robin Hood's only it's less than an hour and a half, right? But they're yeah. just like I do have I do have a complaint with it. Yeah, it kind of drags a, for a brief part. But go ahead. But that's okay because they rush the ending. Like, did anyone else feel completely unsatisfied with he's jumped? We know he survived. It's so fantastic. And then Alan Adele walks past a tree that has a thing that says pardon by King Richard. <laughs> and it's all done. I was like, so I had a, I had that as one of my questions and I forgot to ask it is like, was Disney limited to a certain time on the movie? And they were like, whoops, 
wrap it. <laughs> yeah. So and it's weird to me because like they ran and, out of pencils, I guess. Like, ah, they were, yeah, they were starting <laughs> to plan the jailbreak and I checked the time and it was like 11 minutes left. I'm like, what? <laughs> They've got 11 minutes and they haven't even done the jailbreak yet. So did, yeah. Did you watch the, there was an animatic because it was supposed, there was did an you? extended ending. Yeah. Did you watch that? I it's did. dark. Yeah. It's really dark. <laughs> I was it, like, it, what? It's Prince John, like, hunting Robin Hood down, like a wounded Robin Hood through the forest with a knife kind of thing. In the Disney yeah. version? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's there's two, if you, like, on Disney Plus, they have um, two different sequences that they didn't add in. And both are wow. rather dark. <laughs> As is, by the way, if you go on to your, like, smart home device and ask it to play the album for the movie there's random songs on there that i don't that that aren't in the movie i'm guessing they were inspired by the movie and mm. um some of them have some rather dark lyrics <laughs> i was like what really? is going on yeah so is it is it the like based on the record that your family may have used to have because no. <laughs> well because no, I, I, I say that because because katie always talks about this about the vinyl record of robin hood um we had one we plays, had one it plays the songs and it plays dialogue from the movie and so oh, like yeah. you you can kind of memorize the movie before you see it right no so, so this one was like i think it was songs and i think it was like all of the songs and then it was like songs inspired by it and there's one where it talks about like it'd be hard for her to do it if she's lost or doesn't have her head or i was like wait what we were like, repeat that song. What? Whoa! And there, there's so in the not a Nottingham song in the alternate take. There's the one where the um, the mother rabbit chimes in and says that things have gotten so bad she's become a lady of the night. And it's just <laughs> it's just a little discordant. So. All right, uh, you guys, that was a lot of fun. Lots of fun Robin Hoodie stuff. Hey, can I ask you a couple of other questions? I just found. Yeah. So in the 1938 Robin Hood. Um, there's a guy that they're hanging, but they're hanging him by his arms and like Robin hood shoots the guys and like saves the guy who's about to be hung by his arms. Can you die from hanging by your arms? Um, I mean, it, it, eventually it's going to pull your arms out of the sockets, right? I maybe it has something to do with the restricting blood flow or something. I don't know. I know. I don't know. It was weird. You might not yeah. feed him. Yeah. That's true. You're going to starve to death <laughs> uncomfortably. It's such a slow. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, shoot, what was the other one? I was like, oh, yeah, I should have asked that. Oh, can no one but a king condemn a ward of the king? Did you guys say that? I was like, that's kind of weird. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's only the king, apparently. Well, if she's the ward of the king, I guess it's his job. Right? I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> I do love that. He's like, that's true, but there might be a change in wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> in 48 hours, wink, wink. We'll see how it works out for you. <laughs> Stick around, lady. <laughs> oh, did you guys catch that line in the uh, Robin Hood um, Disney one where uh, was, I think it's uh, Prince John or Little John? No, it's Prince John. He makes a comment and he's like, what does he say? Forgive me a cruel chuckle. I thought that was a cool line. <laughs> a cruel chuckle. <laughs> and he makes a comment about female bandits. That's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> what, banditas? Banditas. Bandoleras. <laughs> Bandoleras. Oh, boy. Yeah. Coming back to that. Yeah. 
And speaking of funny things, I love the oath that the kids make the other kid take where they're like, uh, <laughs> spider snakes and lizard's head. If I tattletale, I'll die till I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun, yeah, that's a fun little chant that the little kids do. I really, uh, I'm not offended by a lot of things, but I am offended of the, you know, the tactics that kids make to prevent children from (laughs) notifying adults about things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have Katie on the phone for future business. Katie, are you back? Can you hear us? I'm back. Are you waiting for me? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, ma'am. There you are. Okay. Right. Sorry. No, no, no. She, she's at her house. All right. my hands. Okay. Hey, wonderful. Hey, Katie. Welcome back. Uh, I'm excited because you are coming back as a guest star, not guest host, but guest star <laughs> on our podcast. And this is the second time around. So this time, last time we got to watch movies that meant a lot to you. And now we have to watch movies that so far mean nothing to you. Yeah. Uh, because you've never seen them before. <laughs> I was jealous of your Robin Hood because I really regret it. That was like my last runner up for movies that made me. Oh, oh, hey, while you're on, did did you watch all the Robin Hoods with John? Yeah. Okay. So what's your favorite of the three? Well, the cartoon one. Oh, you guys. The movie that made me. Did you like it? It was. Did you like the Errol Flynn? Yes. I actually really liked the Errol Flynn. I liked the uh, sword fighting shadows. And was the, the Taron Egerton version the best Robin Hood you've ever seen? But you felt peer pressured to to say that it's not. No, there was a lot of weird stuff with it. That was the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I liked the part where oh, he jumped not- over and they shot the bag of money with the arrow <laughs> in slow motion yeah. because it reminded me of like a cartoon scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he's like floating and the money's floating around him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Katie, what what are you bringing us in two weeks? Okay, um, my first one, I haven't discussed this with John, either, so this is all surprises for him. Um, the first one is Spartacus. <gasps> oh, which one? Are we talking Kirk Douglas? Yeah. Sporadic. Oh, yay. And I'm wondering if Marie knows why I'm choosing it. Because <laughs> you like Kirk Douglas. I- uh, is that, that's not the one with, that's not the Moses scene, is it? No. No, that's, that's, that's the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Moses. <laughs> Kirk Douglas has the best chin in the world ever. Yes, he does. I'm not sure. Um, so well, why, why because, because I have this issue when people like refer to like pop culture or things when they haven't actually seen the movie or read the book, <sighs> like. Number one, like when people say Catch-22 and they don't even know it's a book, totally drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And um, in college, I had an iguana named Spartacus with Marie, and she lived there. But I've never seen the movie, and I had an iguana named after it. So I feel like I have always need to watch it. You owe it. Oh, okay. Right. So Okay, so you, you can't be the pet peeve that other people are. Yeah. Like, I can't be a okay. hypocrite, huh? I'm, I'm You're hypocrite. correcting a wrong. Yeah. That's good. Okay, that's good. That's good. I've never seen Spartacus, Roy. Really? Of course. Yeah, of course I've seen Spartacus. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those really, really big ones. It's like a big, huge one that I've never seen. It's in Stanley Kubrick, and I know that, and I know Tony Curtis is also in it. And um, I, I think I kind of know how it ends, because, <laughs> you know, 
not well. Yeah, there's a big, you know. <laughs> I don't know, I know how it like, ends. I've only seen the part where they okay. all stand up and say, I'm Spartacus. Like, that's kind of what oh. I'm thinking. Yeah, it, it ends the same way as Say Anything ends, where he's standing up with a boombox. Just kidding. That's not how that ends. <laughs> he gets a girl. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Spartacus. Okay. I'm super excited. Okay. Katie, are you still doing the, the plan that you mentioned to me earlier, or did you decide against that? Um, Spartacus, three hours and 17 minutes. Nice. Yeah, but so now good. I'm like a hypocrite the other direction because I'm sick of your guys' long movies. She really is. Lagan <laughs> <laughs> broke me, I think. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, no. so I had this, I've narrowed it down to like uh, six, I think, and I was going to have you and John each pick one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um. So... We can do that. John is uneasy about the responsibility of that. Or I can choose two more. Uh, ma'am, this is your podcast. I, I've come so, around to the responsibility. I, I want to choose one. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'll give you the list of what was left. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll try to go in the order. Um, the next step is taxi driver. Oh, Okay. Ooh. And then we have The Adventurers of Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was watching uh, trailers of a bunch of movies, and I realized when I was watching the trailer for that movie, I was just, like, smiling the whole time. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to put this on the list. Um, the next one would be Before Sunrise. Huh. Okay. Which was coming up on a bunch of like romance lists, and it's like a yeah. romance trilogy. I didn't know such a thing existed. <laughs> it's been fascinating me the idea of it. This is the hold on. There's a couple. Are we talking Ethan 1995 Hawk, right? Ethan yes. Hawke? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Isn't that the one they do like every ten years and they add another layer? Yeah, to and the there's story. before sunset and then there's after sunset. Before I midnight. Okay. I was yeah. just reading about him. Yeah, I've never. I'd never even heard of it. And it was. Okay. Um, Have we not talked about those? No. Okay. I guess not. Okay. Uh, the next one is Seven Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths? Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow, I've never heard of that movie. It's 2012. It has Christopher Walken in it. Colin Farrell. They kidnap oh, a dog? I think. Huh. Uh, the next one is The Lunchbox. It's a semi-Indian movie. Uh, where they like switch lunches and the lunchbox 2015 or 2009 2013 2013 has that guy from the, the life of pie in it okay uh, okay so i don't i don't see it right now but i trust you okay, okay. <laughs> and the next one is supernova which is a 2020 movie with stanley tucci and colin firth as a oh. couple yeah yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it? Really? I have. Yeah. Okay. It's a good movie. I, nice. I don't know that one. Okay. I saw it in theaters. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good job. Uh-huh. Back with my, is that all of them? That's, it. That's six movies. Yep. Who's picking first, John or me? You. Roy. Oh, me. <sighs> a little bit of pressure. Um, I mean, not a ton though, because I'm just going to go with Seven Psychopaths. I haven't seen it. And that's a, I mean, I feel like we can't go wrong. So. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh! You, Your turn, John. I love 
when I'm exposed as a gigantic hypocrite. Because you know my policy. Um, and I'm like, oh, no, no, I want to try new things. I want to do new things. Um, I have seen The Adventures of Blue oh, Bonsai, you're doing. but I'm not picking that one. I've never gotten okay. around to seeing Taxi Driver, but for some reason, I I don't know if I have the energy for Taxi Driver in the next really? couple of weeks. That's a tough one. That's kind of a hard watch. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm kind of delighted to know that Before Sunrise is in the mix because I really want to watch Before Sunrise. That's the pick I'm making. Really? Even wow. though I have seen it. Yeah. You've seen it? Yes. I thought for sure you'd choose something you hadn't seen. I know, I know. That's why I feel so bad right now, but I really want to watch Before Sunrise. I really thought you'd choose The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai. Uh, I have seen that, and um, it's... I I need to see it again because I don't know it very well, but I think um, friends showed it to me because it it has a similar vibe to Flash Gordon, and I think my ultimate review of Buckaroo Bonsai was, this ain't no Flash Gordon. That's kind of how I felt. Well, I had so much fun watching the alien invasion movies that uh-huh. I didn't expect to have fun watching those. And so this kind of reminded me of that one. Very nice. Oh. Okay. Is that when we watched Flash Gordon? Was that? No. No, I was on when no. we watched Flash, Flash Gordon. No, right. just yeah. recently. Yeah, just recently. Yeah. The flying, Earth versus the Flying Saucers. I loved that. Mars I attacks. loved Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Mars Attacks. And what was the other one? It was one I liked more than Mars Attacks. Superman 2. Superman, Superman 2. 2. Oh, that was great. Yeah. yeah. That was a great okay, very good. podcast. Well, all right. Then in two weeks, we must watch all 13 hours of Spartacus plus seven psychopaths <laughs> and before sunrise. All right. Sounds really good. We got a nice mix of decades here too: the sixties, nineties and the teens, the 2000 teens. So, yeah. All right. If I had well, very good. On my own, it would have been taxi driver and Buck Rubensei. Mm, okay. Well, so I have complicated feelings about taxi driver because it's, it's kind of, and I don't want to ruin anything, but so have you seen, um, raging bull? No. Okay, that's another one of those movies where I know it's a masterpiece, but I don't really like watching it. Um, I don't know. So, so Taxi Driver, and it, it's I, 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 it's supposed to challenge you as an audience member, but the guy who's like the hero in that movie, uh, anyway, I, you haven't seen it, so that's, I'll leave it alone. The, you that's should the big see interesting it. thing about it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen yeah. an hour of it. It was it's Taxi Driver is one of those movies that. I'm like, I need to see this. This is very important that I see a, see this. And so I watched a lot of it, um, but then didn't have the urge to finish. So I don't know if that that <laughs> counts a, as a half a, view, right? So It's a half view, yeah. yeah. All right. I've only watched uh, so, two-thirds of All Quiet on the Western Front because every time I like sit down, I'm like, oh, this is intense. I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very good. Uh, Katie, while you're here, you should know that your community service is going to be Movies About a Chosen One, which I thought... As of yesterday, the poll had um, movies with confusing or ambiguous endings was in the lead. And then a couple people, um, I was kind of shocked, got on and uh, pushed the Chosen One movies ahead. So mm, I, I, I will, I'm going to have a pick for that, and I know exactly what I'm picking. I'm very excited, but I'm excited to see what the fans throw in as well. Yeah, um, It gives us an opportunity, possibly, to finish watching the original Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> um but we'll we'll see what comes up so all right friends uh that is the podcast does anyone have any closing remarks thoughts Don't no watch okay 28 well, yeah no that's for the rich <laughs>
Okay, uh, this is a good time for plugs. Anyone got anything else going on that uh, would they would like to mention? Marie or Katie, anything you want to bring to the attention of our vast audience? Um, I came across a fun podcast, uh, if you're into history, that while I was looking up things on this Robin Hood called Our Fake History. I have nothing Ooh. to do with it, but it was a fun listen if you're, it, he talks about history. So That's awesome. It's not my podcast. I just have to share. <laughs> John, you got anything? Hey, uh, check out my podcast from two years ago called Safe Words Aloud, where I start reading a book and then never finish it because it's been two years and I haven't done anything. <laughs> uh, also, JR watches Star Trek for the first time. Uh, we are covering uh, uh, Picard. And, yeah. uh, you know, we did the first episode, but we have yet to record the next few episodes. I'm sure they're going to be delightful. Also, Roy is on that. Uh, I am on it. And, uh, yeah. normally we would, I, I push for us to maybe podcast it next Thursday because we don't have a lot else going on. Um, John and I also are joining the turning Trekkie podcast on Saturday morning to discuss fan films, which is fascinating. Yeah. And at the rate um, they release podcasts, though, I don't know when that's going to be available. <laughs> when that'll be available. Yeah. Uh, hopefully available, well, probably before you hear this podcast, because I only have to edit an hour versus the three hours that John has to edit here. Um, but the In Memoriam podcast, we just finished Topal, and we discussed uh, Fiddler on the Roof. And, of course, we talked about Flash Gordon as well. And so the that podcast will will be out, hopefully, by the time you hear this. And I think that's all we got going on. Katie, you got anything going on that everyone needs to know about? No, but I can really recommend John's uh, Safe Words Out Loud podcast. I listened to a whole book with my parents on a road trip. It was. Oh, wow. We listened to The Lion Man of Mongo. <laughs> oh, wow. It. That's, okay, that's awesome. I love hearing that. It's my favorite story about your mom, I think. Maybe it's <laughs> right up there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, my merry men and women, thank you so much for a great podcast. This was a lot of fun, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye, everybody. Thank you. So that's um, that's the 10th Academy Awards. Where's best? Where's best picture? Why don't you just list best picture here, huh? Oh, come on. Why is this so hard? That's just Robin Hood. Nope. Is this the wrong one? Okay. Well, whatever. The awful truth. Oh, wait. Uh, wait. No, that's not right. No, that's the ceremonies from 1938. Okay. Do I have to do Best Picture 1939 to get it? It might be 1939. And if it is, it's Gone with the Wind. Then okay. it was up against Gone with the Wind, so that would it be. It wasn't the up against Gone with the Wind. I, I do, I do, I do search for 1938, and it's like the Academy Awards that was broadcast in 1938. This one, and then I do Best Picture 1939. Then it's like Gone with the Wind because it was the Best Picture of 1939. It skips a year when I Google. Hmm. <laughs> okay, um, no, so it was the 11th Academy Awards, and Robin Hood won the most awards, but it, yeah, it lost to uh, Gone with the Wind. Um, really? Oh, gosh. And, okay. So let's, actually, let's see. They they called it Outstanding Production. They didn't call it Best Picture back then. Yeah. Um, no, let's see. So this is weird. Maybe Gone with the Wind is the year after. It, the Adventures of Robin Hood. No, you can't take it with you one Best uh, Outstanding Production. That's weird. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong. But I think that is <laughs> the same thing. You can edit a ton of this, I'm sure, John. Um, Cut this all out. I, don't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't dare. 
Okay, well then uh, don't. Yeah, there's no best picture back then. So when did when did Gone with the Wind win? Because this, I, it looks like it right here. It says 1939. What am I looking at? That must be the the Academy Awards that happened in 1940. Then, so that yeah. must be the year after. 